Welcome back, everyone. It is episode 139 of Thirst and Goal. I am Frane. Cross tape for me is Ben. We are a show about NFL football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer review. Subscribe and you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert like us. Subscribe at our website, thirstandgold.buzzsprout.com. Ben, welcome back. We took a one-week <laughs> hiatus. Yeah, that's true. We should be in Cabo right now. It should have been Shaking two off the cobwebs right now. You know, after you don't do a podcast for one week, you kind of, you know, you kind of forget how to do it, right? It's oh, like, for sure. Or is for it sure. kind of like riding a bike? It's a, it like uh, well, I shut, a little bit. I shut my brain down this week. I mean, yeah. I... I, I yeah, we might be a little sluggish today. Yeah, I didn't do anything crazy except, yeah, I got flew in. I flew in last night. I didn't get to bed until about three. Um, what time did you wake up? About eight. Why? Something about the West Coast, man. On the, when I was on the East Coast, I slept. Like yeah. I slept until like nine or ten. But out here, where my life is and all my stress and my and my and my responsibilities are, uh-huh. so now I'm convinced it's the stress and the responsibilities that are getting me up. It's not actually my age. Three thousand emails. It's like, <laughs> where did these come from? Yeah. So I, I not like I did anything exciting. I went to uh, my mother's house for for a few days, and then yeah, we went well, to Cape Cod. But it was not it that was it's not exciting, Ben. But I mean, it's it's your mom. You visited oh, for sure. family, and and uh, you got to see your hometown, and you you had some good times, right? I mean. Oh, for sure, and I and I completely shut down. So I mean, yeah. I was at you know Friday. <laughs> true vacation. I have never shut down from technology, from politics, from news. I have never, I haven't, I've never shut down like that mm-hmm. over the course of like six days in my entire. I mean, it wasn't completely shut down in my mother's because there wasn't as much to do, so it was sort of like filling the time. She only yeah. has like ten channels on the TV, so. Well, I mean, I how, had, how many channels do you really need? Actually, actually, because even if you have, you don't need because you don't need them. Because I, I actually turned off the TV and went to bed instead of what I would have done here, which is watch more TV because I've got a million things to yeah. watch. But I mean, no, well, be, well, you have Netflix, Hulu, uh, basically every streaming service. You pretty much have it. But my wife does, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you, you love you love watching. I, those I take advantage comedies. of it, but it's probably two, probably two or three too many. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you have all those things. But how many things are there to? I mean, Ted Lasso is excellent. You know, for anybody out there, this is a sports podcast. That is a sports show, oh, for sure, for sure. and it is one of the best shows that we started watching more recently. I mean, last season. I mean, it's basically one and a half seasons in. They're about six episodes into this next season, and there's ten season, ten episodes total. But that is a great show. But everything else I watch on Netflix, Hulu, all that. I mean, it's like I just can't get into it, though. You know, I mean, it's like I I, I barely watch any TV, which is a good thing, actually. Oh, for sure. Except yeah, just, football. Except football, Ben. Yes, and we're back, and and uh, week one is coming. Yeah, I mean, I I, I yeah, I've never I, even when we we're in Croatia, I didn't sh- I don't shut down like that. Um, yeah. yeah, we had striped bass on Sunday. We had cod on Tuesday. We had in Cape Cod, right? Haddock on Thursday. We had there's another kind of fish that we had that's local. That it, oh, we had tuna on Wednesday. Was the tuna local? Local tuna, yellowtail. All right, yeah. So local yellowtail tuna and lobster, of course, and steamers, yeah. mussels, and clams, that as does, well as oysters that my brother has learned stuff. how to shuck, which I was very impressed with. None of that stuff sounds appetizing to me since I hate seafood, Ben. All of it was good. And I had but did you drink anything? crab cakes and <laughs> I had crab cakes and clam chowder at the airport what, what, before I flew out. That's in New England, right? Yeah. So, I mean, you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we drank, a, I can't remember the, the brand. It was recommended by someone at a liquor store over in 
uh, the Cape Cod, it was a, it was a bourbon. It came in sort of a wine glass shape bottle. It was like literally like a wine glass shape. I mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. can't remember the name of it. Any interesting beers or? Uh, not re. Oh, we had some. It was a sour. It was like a fish head or dog's fish head or dog's head. Oh, like, we had, like we had that. Uh, was it fi- dog? Yeah, dog, dog fish. fish head. Dog that's fish. what. Yeah, dog that's what we drank. Head. He had the yeah. uh, he had the the low calorie IPA and I had the sour all week yeah. and some Lagunitas because you're on. You know, the beer selections aren't that great. Yeah, but I like it's small I'm, towns. Yeah, on but Lagunitas is a good IPA, though. It's, it's a solid IPA. Anybody can like that. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, but but I, welcome I, back, though, Ben. Welcome back. It's great to be back. Let's figure on out the how podcast. to retire, Friday. Let's figure out how to retire. That's 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 job one. And just do podcasts. Yeah, you know? just do podcasts. If we get sponsored by you know one of these companies that you know we talk about, like Lagavulin or uh, Glenn Livet. Which you know is one of the whiskeys tonight. We've tried pretty much everything from their line. Let it come on, yeah. Or just we, pick we, us up, or just have yeah. a network pick us yeah. up. I mean, I listened to. I was like, all right, I gotta, I gotta catch up on the NFL a little bit before tonight's show. So I listened to the, the most recent couple episodes of around the NFL podcast. And I'm like, how could something this bad have th- have hundreds of thousands, if not more than that, downloads every single because week? Because that's all people know. It's so know? bad. It's, it's they like open, it's like the major networks i mean it's it's so bad it opens with three minutes of commercials without actually saying a word it just opens with commercials like it's just here's a commercial like (laughs) then it's a conversation between like three guys that you would expect to find at a golf course on martha's vineyard with them all wearing salmon shorts and polo shirts (laughs) like it's the most and then i get then i am forced to listen to grown adult men tell me that the Denver Broncos and the Tennessee Titans are going to be good. Like that is essentially around the NFL podcast in a nutshell. It's horrible. So please, please, please listen to our podcast instead. Yeah. Friday, how was your week absent the podcast, absent my yeah, uh, I missed. I missed my, the my presence and my texts. I missed I missed your presence, Ben. I missed the texts, but I didn't want to bother you. I knew you were with, you know, family that you haven't seen in, in, in a few years. And uh, you know, so it was it was it was um, I was happy for you that you finally went out. I knew you'd been talking about this for a while. Um uh, but my week it was uh it was all right. I mean today I worked, I worked uh you know, I haven't worked a Saturday in months. And so I worked today and I am kind of exhausted. All right, me too. So this will be <laughs> You know, you'll get a more candid conversation uh, tonight. Next week, it'll be, you know, we'll both be working a full week. Uh, me working after not, not being there for two weeks. So God knows what I'm walking into. So it may be. Uh, good luck. It may be an interesting podcast. We'll be back to our normal surly selves next Friday. Well, I think we'll be surly enough. Yeah. We'll be. Well, once. Yeah. I mean, I mean, anybody that tells me that the Tennessee Titans are good, they should not have a job talking about the NFL. Uh, but then again. You know, we have to have ESPN around the. It's essentially the TMZ of football or TMZ of sports, right? Is essentially what yeah. ESPN is now. Friday, what are you drinking over there uh, tonight, Ben? I have a little bit of the uh, Michter's Small Batch Bourbon. Oh, the good stuff! It's good stuff. It's 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 actually a very. I mean, it's not as good as the rye, but the bourbon mixed on its own, not the greatest. Also, uh, but you mix it with a little bit of Coke, a little bit of uh, club soda, and it is good, Ben. What about you? Yes, Franny was nice enough to pick up. For me, a nice new bottle of Copper and Kings, the Moons of Jupiter gin. This is a really, really great gin. This is not an advertisement, nor is it an advertisement for the Michters. Nope. Uh, but this is a gin should that's be. made by a bourbon distillery down they pick in... Us up. What's that? They should pick us up. They sh- you, should, you should pick us up. Uh, it's actually made down in Kentucky. Uh, it is a gin. I think it's made out of... I can't remember if it's... 
Oh, it's the American Brandy Company. Mm. So it's a gin that's actually made by a bourbon distillery down in Kentucky, and they have three or four different varieties, I think. Yeah, there's actually quite a few varieties on the shelf, but I know you really I enjoyed like this, this one. one. And the bottle a is eye-catching. You know, great graphics on the bottle, good-looking bottle, and it tastes great. Yeah, I mean, it's it. it I, I can't speak highly enough of this particular company, and it's an interesting gin because you don't get a lot of gins made by you know, bourbon distillers or whiskey distillers or scotch. Well, maybe probably by scotch distillers in, in the UK, but, but most of the gins are, are made by, you know, dedicated gin distilleries, especially over in the, in the United Kingdom. This is a really great gin. Mm-hmm. Franny, what are we going to talk about tonight? Tonight, Ben, on the big board, we have our NFL week one preview. Can you believe it? I mean, there's still, we still might have a podcast before. Oh, yeah. I week was like, one I begins, was all excited. I just put week actually, one. Actually, Thursday night, we do have a game. So we'll have something to talk about next week. And hopefully the Buccaneers destroy the Cowboys on Thursday night. That would be and awesome. That would be a will. great start to the season and they will. for me. Dak's uh, going to start, though. Uh, you know, I'm actually excited to see Dak play. And then we oh, have some Lord. NFL news, Ben. And what's this other te- what's this other thing right here? 25 team surprise prediction? What is that? So this, what is, is, that? this is our team surprises. Franny and I are going to tell you our picks for teams that are Supposed to be good. Is that two and a half or two point five? Is that two point five or twenty five? It's oh two point five. Oh two point five. <laughs> yeah, I don't see the point in there. I'm like twenty five teams. That's, that's that's a lot of teams. Oh no, it's like one two. So I said two point five in between. Oh, the two okay, and the okay. So this will be teams that Frane and I believe there's they're supposed <laughs> I completely to completely <laughs> read that one wrong. They're supposed to be good, but they are not going to be good. Teams that are supposed to be bad that we believe will be better than expected. Yeah, thank you, Ben. Thank you. And, and you know, sorry for... I was, like, writing it down like when, mess- I re- when I realized we were going to have a podcast before week one. Also, kudos to Ben for always coming up with these with the agenda week after week. He always finds something to talk about. Respect to you, Ben. Thank you. On that. And then we also have a shout-out to our new and loyal listeners out there. We have our, we have our tag, Betting Corner, the return, <laughs> the return of the of tag. Betting uh, Corner. Thirst and goal, Betting Corner, Ben's Betting Corner. Ben is actually... Pretty amazing okay, at I gotta, predicting. I gotta put some money in there at predicting this shit. I mean, seriously, some of the calls that you made last season, I mean, they came to fruition. I mean, you made some, yeah, you know, yeah, I made some money. I mean, it's not like you made millions. You just, yeah, I made some money. No, no, if you bet millions or hundreds yeah. of thousands or even thousands, you'll yeah, be no, you'll thousands. be more miserable. It's just better than happy. You know, bet small, win big, people. And uh, we also have my shot of the week, uh, which is inspired by the poor preseason from the Eagles. And it is an Eagles. It's a green shot. It has absinthe in it, Ben. We haven't had absinthe in one of our shots in quite a while. Yeah, for so sure. So that should be pretty interesting. We also have our beverage of the week once again from Glenn Livet. It is their 12-year-old illicit still. We always love to try new offerings from Glenn Livet. Can't wait to try that. We also have our beer of the week. It's another ghost from the brewery. Brewery spelled B-R-U-E-R-Y. Ghosts are red. And the, I mean, the, the packaging on this is, it's, 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 it's a nice looking bottle. It's a pretty, it's a pretty little can. Yeah. It's got little roses or, sorry, on and everything. <laughs> and uh, we also have our housekeeping to finish up the show. All right, Franny, what's first up on the big board? First up, Ben, we got NFL week one preview. Can you believe it? Uh, I love that music. This gets me up in the morning. Well, I did screw up. I thought for sure that we were <laughs> actually going to have a slate of games to talk about next week, but I was wrong. So what yeah. we're going to do is we're going to break down. Some of the interesting matchups mm-hmm. that we have on the docket for next week and then on our next podcast on Friday. It'll probably be on Friday next week. 
the next podcast, we'll give you all of our picks for these games. But we did want to talk about some of the games that are on the docket to start out the season that will or that we believe will be interesting matchups. Mm -hmm. Some bigger matchups than we're used to seeing, I think, right out of the gate, at least more games right out of the gate than I expected to be this high level. Yeah, well, Friday, Thursday night. The Thursday night game, that for me is an important game because it's a it's a division rival. It's the Cowboys versus the Bucks, the Super Bowl champs, and uh, they're playing in Tampa Bay. And I'm very excited to watch this game Thursday night, first game of the season. And I want the Bucks to just destroy the Cowboys. And they will. Yeah, and they <laughs> I will. So uh, I've never seen a team more united, more undivided, more on mission than the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are. Uh, their head coach, all the way down to their their starting quarterback, down to their their offensive linemen, their 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 receivers, their defense. This team is on the same page. They've been practicing well, uh, and I, I just think the Bucks are going to come out of the gate really strong. Uh, if you want to beat the Bucks, it's probably going to come later in the season, uh, at the beginning of the season when they are fired up and they are at full strength. I think the, the Cowboys are going to get crushed in I this game. I hope so. I hope. So. I think it's going to fuck be, the Cowboys. All right, there's fuck a shot. The there's a shot. But yeah, I, I think the Cowboys are going to get crushed in this game, not because the Cowboys aren't a good team, but because the Bucks are ready to roll. They're at full strength. Everybody's on the same page. Tom Brady's got another year under his belt with Bruce Arians and um, Byron Leftwich down there. I, I just uh, it's going to be Byron Leftwich. It's going to be ugly for the for the for the Buck, or yeah. for the Cowboys. No, I think Byron Leftwich after this season. Um, I mean, he he performed well. As their coordinator last year, I think he's going to find a head. I'm, I'm surprised he didn't find a head coaching job this year, but definitely he's probably going to move on uh, and and find himself as a head coach. And why are we taking a shot? And I agree with you. Yeah, um, Ben. The reason we're taking a shot tonight is because it's a drinking game agreement <laughs> that we signed true. in blood, blood many years ago. Uh, if I say anything negative about a team in my division, which is the NFC East. I take a shot, and I just said, fuck the Cowboys, and fuck the Cowboys again. Ben, if you say anything negative about a team in your division, which is the AFC, North. then you take a shot, and I'm sure we probably will. And uh, if Sonia, who is not on the podcast, she used to be a long time ago, if, you, if you've been listening for yeah, a while, exactly. uh, she takes a shot if she says anything negative about a team in her division, which is the NFC, or, uh, yeah, NFC West. So, cheers to you, Ben. Cheers. Take it easy on me tonight, because you know I haven't uh, I didn't, I didn't more than like two drinks at a sitting in the last two weeks. Yeah, well, yeah. Time to start again. So by the time we get to the beer review, it'll be, this is a good beer. Uh, that's, that's, <laughs> that's exciting. That's beer, right? It's a ghost? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, cheers to you, uh, man. Let's do it. And uh, fuck the Cowboys. All right. <sighs> and these are punishment shots, by the way. It's not as bad as the, so the, these the, are not... the, the 10-year-old Lefroy that I had that was sitting under a heat lamp at the <laughs> airport last night. So this is the J.P. Weiser Spiced Whiskey Vanilla Flavored. And actually, it's a Canadian it's whiskey. I didn't gross. realize it's a Canadian whiskey. So yeah. Oh, that's even worse. Uh, so I mean, this stuff is. You so know, maybe we're tasting the Canadian whiskey. It's nine ninety nine. Canadian Club and seven. And this stuff is disgusting. It's probably one of the worst punishment <laughs> shots that we've had on the show. It's just one of the worst things I've ever drank. In yeah, my probably. Life. Yeah, it's not really good at all. But it's a punishment shot, so it's appropriate. Oh man! All right, finally. All right. Uh, next up, Cowboys at or uh, Colts. Should, should we talk about? Oh yeah. So we've talked about the like the games that. That, are that we care about, yeah. yeah, exactly. Seahawks at Colts Friday. Yeah, this, I think this is an interesting matchup. Looks mm-hmm. like Carson Wentz and all of his abject dickishness will mm-hmm. be on the field potentially for this game. What say you? I think the Seahawks are going to go out and crush them. I think so. Also, uh, <laughs> I think that will happen in this game. I mean, they're playing in Indianapolis, but I'm guessing the Seahawks will win this one. This is a little bit of sibling rivalry, right, Ben? 
I mean, Sonya, oh yeah, between yeah, Sonya yeah. and her brother, Sonya and her brother, but Carson, Wentz. Sonya Seahawks, and her brothers, Colts. Ben, that's your brother-in-law, right yeah. there. And uh, I mean, he's he's been a, a Colts fan for you know quite some time. I'm not sure how he exactly how it happened, how he gravitated, how he gravitated towards the Colts. He likes frustration, uh, uh, generally speaking, <laughs> and uh, anger, disappointment. And uh, well, I mean, the Colts did win. A, a Super Bowl, Bowl. A Super Bowl and they blew another Super Bowl. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> they blew another <laughs> against one. the Saints. Yeah, but um, yeah. So we both agree that the Seahawks will. Do they have plans to watch the game together? I don't. Know. I mean, is, oh, is there... I doubt it. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I just, I mean, the Colts are a mess right now. I feel like the Colts are a mess right now. Uh, Carson Wentz, I just no matter what he does or says, but he's still I... coming back. I mean, he's not going to play this game. Alleged- allegedly, he's on track to play. Really? Yeah. He's back in practice. I, I think he was, I would definitely would not. I, I mean, he, just knowing Carson Wentz as a quarterback, know, as an Eagles fan, uh, you don't want to rush this guy back from injury. I mean, you want to let this guy rest. Uh, you know, he had the surgery recently, right? Yeah, he had he's surgery. Just such a head case. It was supposed to be like five weeks or six weeks yeah. recovery time. Um, so I would, I would definitely let him just take it easy for uh, the first few weeks. I mean, the Colts in that I don't division. Dis- I just don't think they're gonna. There's a chance for them to still make the playoffs, even if he doesn't start early in the season. I mean. It's it's not the NFC West or the AFC North, so I mean you know it's it's not a strong division. Yeah, what are they saying? Uh, they said I can't I'm just trying to find the news. Returns to practice, feeling optimistic ahead. Of, yeah, I think he's going to play. That's pretty interesting. Uh, talking in circle. I mean, I don't care about the vaccination stuff. He's just he's just uh, he just the things he says. It, it just he really. It's very clear that Carson Wentz really cares about Himself. Carson Wentz. <laughs> it's just like he's incapable of just saying the right thing. Uh, e- even if he does the wrong thing, he's incapable of just saying the right thing. Uh, yeah, so I, 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 this game, I would take the Seahawks. I'm not sure what the spread is. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the actual Yeah, we'll talk about that next week, but... Yeah, I mean, I think the Seahawks are going to come out and 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 have their way mm-hmm. with the Colts here. I know the Colts have a good, solid defense. I know they've got uh, the running back coming back. I know Carson Wentz has got some additional weapons out there. Offensive line has improved, but just the 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 I, I refuse to have faith in Carson Wentz until he proves to me that there's some reason to have faith in Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm. Other than, I mean, I think Frank Reich, his wife, and his children are the only people on the earth that have faith mm-hmm. in Carson and Colts fans. Of course. Yeah, well, I don't even for Colts fans. Feel that way. Uh, next up, oh, uh, we got Jags at Texans. Nobody cares yeah, nobody except cares for Trevor Lawrence that. is playing in that game. Uh, Eagles at Falcons, but we'll talk more about these games in, in yeah, detail next n- week. N- n- yeah, but Eagles at Falcons, Frank. Eagles at yeah. your. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm excited your. to see. I look, I, I don't expect much from the Eagles this season. Oh, for God's I, I really sake. don't. I mean, like, I mean, the preseason was terrible. Um, that's why we're taking this shot tonight. Um, you know, just it was inspired by their terrible preseason and uh you know i i'm not i don't have high hopes i just want to see how jalen hurts performs with the eagles i mean new coach new staff new coordinators new everything um so i mean it's 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 i don't think it's gonna be a pretty season i'm just excited to see those green helmets run on the field once again win or lose you know i, I you know i, I really don't, i don't care what happens I don't have high expectations. After the Super Bowl, I had high expectations, but it's been a few years uh, withdrawn from that time, and uh, I'm just I'm just excited to see them play. But I still think Atlanta will win this game. Yeah, I think the Eagles are going to win, and it's going to be close. I don't know about that. Uh, you know, the Falcons have essentially sold everything on the lawn. They had they had a going out of business sale, a estate sale, a 
a yard sale. There's not much left down there in Atlanta. Uh, they don't have a running game to speak of, really. And and they've got Matt Ryan, who's one year older. That's really the only the only thing that they no have. Julio, no Julio Jones. He went off to obscurity in Tennessee, still not practicing as is his way. But yeah, I think you know, I think the Eagles are going to win this game probably. I say twenty three to twenty. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, Chargers at Washington. Just be interesting to see Justin Herbert come back. And see Fitzy, but you know, it would be nice to see. Uh, oh, UCLA, UCLA beat them. UCLA yeah. beat the LSU. LSU, LSU ranked 16. They don't have a quarterback this year, as Franny is telling me. I'm paying it, it looked that great. I much know, attention to college yet. Yeah, but okay. congratulations to UCLA beating know, the number 16 that. team I'm, in the country, you know. a perennial top 10 contender in LSU. Congratulations. Yeah, when I came over, man, I said UCLA and LSU. I'm like, I was watching the game before I came over, like, yeah, LSU is going to win easily. I expected (laughs) that they would. I expected that they would, but it looks like UCLA might be for real, get a big win last week over Hawaii, you said. Yeah, it's not a big win. Not a big win. But they do get a big SEC victory this week. Mm -hmm. Uh, So give it out or give a shout out to UCLA and Chip Kelly back where he belongs in the college ranks. Uh, next up, 49. Oh, no, Steelers at Bills. Yeah, Ben. Friday, this, what do you think about that game? This is a huge game. As, why, why, as why excited. Must we, why, we, we lost the last I know. You know, as multiple excited, games of the year last year. Why do we have to open with the Bills? As excited as I am we to see good enough to open for, the against Eagles the Bills. play, Ben, I'm even more excited about this game. I mean, I just cannot wait to watch the Steelers and the Bills. I mean, the Steelers, why? 11-0, start to the season last year, but New offensive coordinator, yeah. a new Matt look Ben Roethlisberger, Najah Harris is on the team. I think Juju Smith-Schuster, less tick-tocking, more receiving yards this year. Oh, I think and he's going to play. I he's think he's, play he's finally on the back. outside he's and in the slot a little more seriously now. I think now and he's on a one-year deal. He's on a one-year deal. Even exactly. better for the Steelers. Exactly. So I think he really wants to prove himself. I'm really high on the Steelers. I'm not sure why everybody else out there is not. I mean, the the Browns are not that much better. You know the, the Ravens are not that much better, and they lost J.K. Dobbins. But out they're for, making out for the season. I, I think. mean, the the under over the over under for the Steelers was eight and a half. Really? Yeah. A seventeen, In a 17 game, season? game season. I would say if maybe if it was a sixteen game season, yeah. you know, I could get I could get the rationale for that. Yeah. After last year and with you know Roethlisberger being a year older, but eight and a half on a I, I put a big bet in on that because mm-hmm. I was I I I don't think there's any way that the Steelers don't win you know ten or eleven twelve. Yeah. I mean, if, if Roethlisberger is healthy, there's no reason they shouldn't win more than eight and a half games. Yeah, especially if they can balance that offense out. That's why I'd be interested to see against this Bills defense, and they've got some they've got some talent out there on the, you know the safety and corner position. I'm really interested to see how this goes. But if they can really be balanced against the Bills, if they can keep the Bills defense on the field, keep Josh Allen and those weapons off the field, uh, I think the Steelers have an opportunity to open up the season with a big win mm-hmm. against an AFC contender, a, t- a team that went deep in the playoffs last year. I think the Steelers can upset the Bills in this game. I think the spread, I don't know what the spread is. It's probably the spread's probably three and a half, something like that. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a close game. I think it's gonna be a close game. It's really hard to call the winner in this one, but Steelers. I'm excited to I'm see. I'm calling it. Well, we'll talk about it next week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling it. You have a week to think about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna change my mind unless for some reason Roethlisberger and Najee Harris go down. Uh we got 49ers at Lions. Nobody cares. Uh, Until next week, Uh, Kyle Shanahan. Browns Chiefs. Refusing to tell it who is, you know, he's playing coy with who his starting quarterbacks are going or starting quarterbacks going to be. Uh, He doesn't have any starting quarterbacks. That's going to come as news to him this season. (laughs) Vikings at Bengals, Jets at Panthers. Interesting to see Zach Wilson in that game. Mm -hmm. Jets at Panthers. 
Uh, Cardinals at oh, and to see Sam Darnold who played in preseason play pretty well. Cardinals at Titans. He's a good quarterback. Everybody's a good quarterback outside of New York. Yeah, exactly. And this is that's going to be an interesting game because it's 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 new quarterback against older quarterback or most recent quarterback. Uh, Browns at Chiefs. Friday. That, that's an interesting. Let's game say right you about there. that one. That's a big game. They're yeah, playing I mean, in Arrowhead. Played in the playoffs. And it was a close game. Um, the Chiefs edged out the Browns, and I think uh, I, st- I still think the Chiefs are the better team. But I, I'm excited to see the Browns play this season, Ben. I am not. <laughs> I I was excited to hear J.K. Dobbins for the Ravens go down, uh, and and probably out for the season with an ACL knee injury. Sorry, J.K. Dobbins. I I hope you you know recover fully. But that's their only running back on that team of any significant talent level. I'm excited to see you get injured. So but that, no, sorry, so I apologize. Was, uh. Well, we don't. It's one more team because you know they're going to run the ball. They, they, their plan was to pass the ball this year. They say that all the time. But there's no way the Ravens were going to throw the ball a lot this year. Now they're going to have to. Like Prescott, sorry to see your leg hanging <laughs> or your foot hanging from your leg. There, uh, hope you get better. <laughs> hope you get better, but better for you know, but good for the good for Washington and, <laughs> and Philadelphia. Uh, yeah, I, I think this is this will be a good barometer for the Browns this year. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're if you're in fact a contender for you know to go deep in the playoffs and potentially represent the AFC in the Super Bowl, you have to come out of the gate strong, especially against a team like the Chiefs. The Chiefs are at full strength; they got their offensive line back in order. God knows they spent enough money on it. They've got enough relief talent at their offensive line position to play for two different NFL teams. Uh, so, so I think that th- this is this is for Kevin Stefanski, Baker Mayfield, and company. Uh, I think this is a big barometer for the season. What do you mm-hmm. think the outcome is going to be? I, I still see the Chiefs winning this one. I mean, they bolstered their offensive line. I mean, I, I'm not sure if they had any injuries in that game in the playoffs. I think maybe one of the offensive linemen was out, but you know, they did pick up a few in the offseason. Um, but I still see the a Chiefs. Few. I mean, Mahomes. They're collecting and, I mean, offensive they, they, they like still the have. I mean, they still have a strong team. They still have Andy Reid there. I mean, it hasn't really changed for the Chiefs. I mean, uh, I, I I still see the Chiefs winning this game. It's going to be a close one, but if, if the Browns can keep it close, they can be proud of that, but I still think Chiefs win this one. Yeah, I think the Chiefs are... I mean, this will be... this. Like I said, They're this is going to say a lot. In Kansas City, too. Yeah, this is going to say a lot about how they've been preparing uh, Kevin Stefanski and his and his coaching staff, how they prepare this team in the offseason, if they can come out strong. I think the Chiefs are going to win, but I don't think it's going to be... I don't think it's going to be a blowout. Mm. Uh, next, Dolphins at Patriots. Yeah. Mac Jones. Yeah, we'll uh, Br- Broncos at Giants, Franny. Uh, those, those are your G-men. And the Broncos led by Teddy Bridgewater, who beat out. How do you, how do you feel about that? That's fucking. I mean, it's just, that's what, like listening to the around the NFL podcast. Try to convince me that the fucking Broncos are good. Like everyone on the podcast, except for one guy, the Broncos are not good. I they mean, are a bad team with a great defense, some what offensive do you think, weapons. Do you think Teddy Bridgewater have, is, is better no. than Drew Lock. Six like, of one, half dozen of another. Yeah, I mean they're not good enough to go anywhere. Six wins, seven wins, eight wins, somewhere in that range. I, I, I just not, I just don't understand the love for the Broncos year after year after year, mm-hmm. and I mean I, I think Drew Locke's obviously on his way out of Denver if he was supplanted by Teddy Bridgewater. But Ted, we know what we're going to get from Bridgewater. You know, Kirk Cousins like play essentially a little, maybe a little bit more a little safer mobility. with the football. What's that? He's a little safer with the football than Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I mean I just I mean, he's not he's not good enough to get that team. No, he's not good you know, no. deep in the playoffs no. or even in the playoffs. No, probably no. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's well, the Giants. I mean, this would be an opportunity for the Giants. I think Saquon Barkley might not play in this game. Uh, we'll find out more next week. But I, I think it's an opportunity for the Giants to get out of the gate 
in that division, it's probably going to be a crapshoot as to who wins that division. The mm-hmm. Cowboys are the favorite, obviously. But, you know, between the the Giants, the Washington football team, and the Eagles, I think there is, you know, a lot of uncertainty as to how that team that division is gonna gonna finish, assuming the Cowboys come in first place. Yeah. Uh, but how how the rest of those three teams are gonna finish, I still think the Eagles have a chance to win that division. Franny does not, of course. Uh, but this would be interesting to see how the Giants play. Next up, Franny. Packers, your Aaron Rodgers-led Packers against the Saints. This game might be somewhere else because the best way to prepare for a hurricane is to not prepare for a hurricane. If you're the city of New Orleans, it's not like they have ever had a hurricane there before, but it looks like, sorry to all the people that are obviously suffering in New Orleans, but it didn't look like there was a lot of prep going on there. Uh, but the, the, So they might end up playing this game somewhere in I Texas, I think. I, or Florida. Or Florida. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so but apologies we'll, to we'll, New Orleans. We'll, but we'll it, talk about that next week. I mean, you know, Green Bay, I, expect, I would expect them to win this game. I mean, it, it, it sounds like, um, what's his face now? Oh, my God. Aaron Rodgers? No, Aaron Rodgers uh, for the Saints. Oh Taysom Hill? T- uh, no. Jameis Winston? Jameis Winston. Oh, my God, Ben, yes. <laughs> Jameis Winston. Okay, I can keep going. Michael yeah. Thomas? <laughs> no. No, actually. <laughs> I, I didn't get that much sleep. I seriously didn't get Nick that Mullins? much sleep. Did they sign Nick Mullins? <laughs> I hope not. Nobody should sign Nick Mullins. Um, no, but I mean, with with uh, with Jameis Winston, I think they made the right decision in you know rolling with Jameis Winston. I think he's the better quarterback there. Uh, but still, the Packers, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you know, they're going to be the one of the, one of the best teams in the NFC this season. Oh, for sure, for sure, they'll be one of the best teams in that division. I wouldn't say the NFL. Uh, Bears at Rams, the hapless Bears with Andy Dalton against the Rams. That I'm really, I'm really. Really interested to see how Matt Stafford plays now that he's expected. He'll play very well. To to He'll play very well, Ben, because he's a good game. quarterback. Yeah, I had a conversation with my brother this week. He had he had he broke the quarterbacks down into the top three tiers: five five quarterbacks, five quarterbacks, five quarterbacks. And I think he had Matt Stafford in the third tier. No. Yeah, we no, had no, a, no, we no. had a, we had a bit of a spirited discussion about. Yeah, it. I mean, I I, he's not he's in the he's not in the bottom like fifteen. He's not he's not down. Oh there. no no he's in the, he's in the top. 15 he's in the top he's 50 he's, 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 he's 10 uh, to 15 uh yeah uh, no he's, he's he's a good quarterback i mean we'll definitely see that with the rams and we'll see and last up the ravens lamar uh, do jackson do or die time contract extension potentially coming against the raiders uh mike mayock drafted another 16 safeties uh because that's the position he played and that seems to be the only position he knows how to draft uh but the ravens at raiders on the monday night game not always the easiest position to draft though it isn't but if you draft all of them Eventually, yeah, one of them. You, if, if you're, well, no, actually, that's not true because <laughs> if that were true, then the then the <laughs> the Browns would have found a quarterback by <laughs> yeah. now because they've drafted all of them. Uh, Friday, that's it for the the week one games. Uh, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our NFL news. Oh, Friday, a little bit of NFL news this week. Nothing crazy. Did you want to take a break before? Or? Do you want to take a break? Let's take a quick break, right. Ben. We'll take a quick break. Use the facilities, and we'll be yes. right back with the NFL news. All right, and we are back, Ben, with the NFL news. We had to quit, take a quick break there. Uh, like we've mentioned in the past, we are a show, <laughs> Ben. <laughs> About football, fun, <laughs> friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. And that's why I think that's what Friday was trying to spit out there. Sometimes uh, you you drink a little bit beforehand. He's got to use the facilities. Exactly. Exactly. So but now now we have 
cleared our bladders and we are and a little bit of water. We're too good to go. We're the around the NFL pockets. We'll see you in about yeah, uh, we'll water. see you in about four minutes after our commercials, <laughs> and then uh, ten minutes into the show, we're going to have another round of commercials. So we do have. Just so we'll give you that ten minutes of content, beer, and all these other drinks on the table. So you got to take a break every once in a yeah, while. Apologize. Exactly. Apologize. Uh, so just a don't little. Wear, I don't wear the pants. <laughs> just a little bit of NFL news this week. Nothing big, but some of it. Some of it involves our own team. So we'll talk about this stuff. Uh, but Friday, first up, KJ Wright mm-hmm. says Seattle is wrong, and now he's gone. <laughs> Still with the rhymes, Ben. You haven't forgot about that. <laughs> I didn't forget about the rhymes. I like that. One of the biggest unsigned free agents is finally off the table as linebacker KJ Wright has signed a one-year deal to join the LA or Las Vegas Raiders, according to Ian Rapport. I'm not sure exactly how much it was. I'm guessing it was around six or seven million dollars. Although I don't know exactly. Doesn't really much matter. It's a one-year deal with the Raiders, but ends a ten-year, mm-hmm. ten years. The, one of the last remaining players, I think Bobby Wagner, might be the only remaining player on that defense that was on that Super Bowl winning. And Richard Sherman is team. out there, right? He's out there. They can still pick yeah, him up. he's out there. All right, <laughs> <laughs> Richard Sherman is out there. Carson Wentz is out there. <laughs> Livia Bell is out there. There's a there's a lot of guys that are out there. Cam Newton is out there. Well, no, can't actually no. Carson Wentz isn't out there. He actually has a team, but there's yeah, a lot of well, there's a lot of guys that are out there, out mm-hmm. there, out there, out there. Uh, but what say you about KJ Wright ending his stint? I mean, I know I know Seattle. They've got mm-hmm. Jamal Adams I mean, who can play linebacker. They've got Bobby Wagner. Yeah. They got Kendrick. They got. I mean, they're decent. Still, they got a decent defense. I don't think it's a. It's, it's you know obviously just losing a guy after ten seasons with your team. I mean, that's a a locker room presence that you've had there year after year after year. Um, but you know he, he is older. Now and um, you know the Seahawks always seem to find defensive talent, and you know moving on from KJ Wright it was probably just about that time. I mean, I'm sure he'll be fine in Oakland. Um, you know, still not, you know he's he was he's not at the same level that he was back then. I mean, how old is he now? He's like 31, 32 years yeah, old. Yeah, he's probably thirty two. Yeah, thirty two doesn't sound old, it, but as a football <laughs> player, that's old. Uh, er. And, uh, you know, so I, I don't, I don't think the, the Seahawks made a terrible move by, you know, letting him go and moving on to, uh, Oakland where he can finish his, um, career in obscurity. Yeah. I guess, they, <laughs> I guess they don't have, actually, it looks like Kendrick is gone. They've got Brooks, Jordan Brooks, Rasheem Green, Ben Burke, Hervin, Bobby Wagner, and Cody. Barton in terms but I know of off linebacker. the podcast though. But yeah, you know, I, I, Sonya wasn't I, I, I wish happy. they would have picked him up for a year. You know, Sonya's not very happy about it. I mean, but then again, you're in the same situation next year with him. Yeah, exactly. And KJ Wright, uh, you know, he's, he's just been there forever. He's just been there. Yeah, he's he's one of the staples there on that defense. You know, everybody's everybody knows the name. Um, so I mean, if if you're a Seattle Seahawks fan, you probably feel kind of sad about it. But I I, I think they made the right move. But yeah, smart player too. Very smart player. Mm-hmm. So next up, front name, Cam Newton. Is released, but the rest of the league is at peace. He doesn't have much of a release anymore. <laughs> Cam Newton is really is released. The rest of the league is at peace. The Patriots shocked the NFL Not world me. when they released Cam. It was kind of a shock. Not from you. I mean, you've been calling well, for a while true. now. Well, yeah. I mean, I, you know, around the NFL podcast. I mean, somebody pick us. Somebody pick us up. Somebody pick us up and put us on their network. You know, Joe Rogan, start a sports network. Yeah. Of like sports podcasts, just let Ben talk the just, entire time. I'll just, I'll just like chime in every once in a while. Like, yep, that's no, right. No, that's not true. Uh huh. That's I'd, not I'd, true. Hey, if I'm making money, I'd be fine saying that's that stuff. That's not true. Like, you're right, Ben. Because my emotions get too too much in, too much involved in some of my decision making. But I've, I, I, I thought now, this was smart. You've, you've made some very smart. As have quarterback you. Quarterback drafting. As have you. you know, just quarterback, oh, at the quarterback position. It's drafting 
just, I mean, like, just calling, um, calling it as it is, like uh, Shane Bouchel, for instance. Yeah, Boucher. I think he's <laughs> Bobby Boucher. Bobby Boucher, <laughs> and he actually could. I think his. He, I think he is from okay. the South. Actually. I mean, and 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 you know, Justin. I mean, uh, yeah, Herbert, for instance. Oh I mean, yeah, he, I mean, Justin everybody Herbert expected Herbert to be a great player, but you expect him to go sooner than he did in the draft, and he will be one of the better talents in the league for years to come. Oh God, I hope so. And there was other quarterbacks. I just can't remember them off the top of my head because I'm I'm kind of tired. I'm but, just good at that yeah, one position. Yeah, yeah, well, hey, I mean, either a safety or a quarterback, <laughs> whatever. Safety or draft them all. Uh, the Patriots shocked the NFL world when they released Cam Newton on cutdown day, handing rookie Mac Jones the starting job. And he thought the former NFL MVP, man, just winning that award just gives you so much gravitas, undeserved gravitas. Was the clubhouse leader to start for New England, and after his release, it was speculated that he would quickly land a backup job elsewhere, which he has not. But according to reports that may not materialize as soon as expected, if at all. NFL insider Ian Rappaport appeared on the NFL Now on Thursday and suggested teams may not be lining up for the 32, there are at least only 32-year-old services. Unless I'm missing something, I don't really see a landing spot, Rappaport said. You would also say, do you want Cam Newton, who has been a megastar, someone who is magnetic in the locker room? Do you want him as a backup quarterback? I'm not sure where Cam Newton gets a job, and I'm not sure if, if Cam Newton gets a job. Franny, what say you about He's only 32, and yeah. he hasn't played well since about well, 2018. He's only 32, but he's an old 32 for a quarterback. There are other 32, uh, but there's other guys that have played other, yeah, that have know, played well into their 30s. As, that have, I mean, that have, that have been but running, not as close, running. Yeah, no. But there's been some. I mean, Michael Vick. Did, Michael Vick. I'm not sure how old he was when he, you know, took the Eagles starting job back in what is it, 2000 and about 10 or somewhere around there. Um, I mean, he played. He was a great quarterback at that at that point in his career. Um, still. But I mean, Cam Newton. I mean, just the physical beating that he's taking in this league. I mean, he's, you can't be. I mean, it's, it's easy to be Superman in your early twenties, but in your late twenties and early thirties, it's not as easy to be Superman. And uh, he just doesn't have the arm strength anymore. Michael Vick always had arm strength, whereas Cam Newton, it's. I mean, it's really diminished. I mean, you see, it's almost like struggling to throw the ball down the field. Uh, he still may have that physical talent running the ball, but you. At his age, you can't just run it. You definitely have started throwing the football, and he has not proven that. And even last season, he started well, but injuries cut up with him. His physical abilities diminished, and he just is he's a shell of the guy that we used to know. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, I mean, I just think he never worked on his mechanics. I mean, he I think he took a big beating early on, especially in those early seasons after he got out of Auburn. And and, and to his credit, he single-handedly led Auburn to, not single-handedly, but he, but he was, was young. But he was he was, he was essentially the the, the but-for reason they won that national championship. You know, but he took a beating, you know, for the first six or seven years of his career. But he, I mean, since then, it's just been mechanics, mechanics, mechanics. He has never worked on his mechanics. His arm angle is wrong. His footwork is wrong. The torque on his body and his, and his, and his shoulder and his back have always been too much. He's never worked on it. And, you know, people can feel sorry for Cam Newton. People can say he deserves better. He deserves a job. He should be starting. But based on his performance, yeah. I, I wouldn't have started him last year. If I were a team out there in the universe, I wouldn't. I wouldn't start him this year. I wouldn't pick him up. There are guys out there that are available that are that are either undrafted free agents or guys that are sitting at home playing video games that are that will give you a better chance to win in in Cam Newton's current state of physical ability than Cam Newton will. If Bill Belichick and that team could not figure out a way last year, even with the roster they had, to put more points on the board, to get more passing yards, to get that offense. To, to resemble something like a professional offense. If Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels couldn't do it, 
no one is going to be able to do it with whatever talent he's got left. And it may be sad, but he saw this coming from a mile away. You could see it years ago. If he didn't continue to work on his mechanics and get his mechanics better and stop relying on his body the way he was, this was going to happen. It was inevitable that it will happen. That it, and, and you have nothing but help, trainers, supplements, coordinators. There's nothing but help for you mm-hmm. to, to improve your game. And he never took the opportunity, and that's why he's here today. Yeah, and and it's it's not really that shocking that they released him. No, I, I mean, mean I was shocked that they actually pulled the trigger on it. Yeah, I, but yeah. they wanted to clear the fl- the floor for uh, for Mac Jones. Looks like because he's because to to the to the the drafters' point or to Ian Rappaport's point, you know, people in the locker room like him because players don't care about winning as much as they care about respect and all that bullshit. So to have that that guy hanging over you. In the locker room with all the older players and all the veteran players that respect Cam Newton, if you have a bad game or a series of bad games or, you know, you say the wrong thing or do the wrong thing, you know, Cam Newton's sort of there hiding in the corner ready to pounce. And I think yeah. it was a smart move for them to release him. Yeah, no, I, I definitely do think it's it was a smart move, not based off of that, just based off of his quarterback abilities now. I mean, he's he's just not the same guy that we remember with the Panthers, you know, and and. It, you know, it, no, it was not it was, even close. It was it was fun to watch. I mean, he was a good quarterback. Don't get us wrong. Uh, I mean, was, was he? Was, he? It, he was a good. I mean, he, went, he he did go to the Super Bowl. He was the MVP. I mean, he did perform very well. But all of that physical. I mean, just his physical play really caught up with him. He's thirty two years old. It doesn't seem that old for a quarterback, but for him, it's like over the hill. You know, and, and I didn't expect him to drop off this quickly, but it really did show last season. I mean, even in the preseason this year, and you know, I, I think they made the right move moving on from Cam, and you know, I, I think they, you know, we'll see what they have with uh, with with Mac Jones, and I think uh, Mac Jones actually looked pretty decent too. So yeah, I mean, it's the it's best a, you have. I mean, a typical quarterback. I mean, you know, just a uh, you know decent arm, accurate, you know, smart. He's, he's a smart, you know, quarterback. Uh, but I mean, it's it's just like it's it's just a Bill Belichick type of quarterback. You know, and yeah, and, yeah. exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I was at the Logan Airport, what you know, because they've got all of the Boston accomplishments, which are, you know, they they had to scratch the bottom of the barrel to find enough Boston accomplishments to get a full billboard, you know, get a full wall coming from a Yankees get, fan. Yeah, yeah, coming from a getting Yankees a full fan. wall of a, of accomplishments for the for the New England area was not an easy feat to do. Well, I mean, they have you, you know, know Patrick all, all Ewing the... just because he's from there. That's not really an accomplishment just because the guy was born in the area. <laughs> uh, but there are there are uh, there aren't that many. Was there any Red Sox stuff on there? Oh, for sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah, Reverse the curse, course. but yeah, they don't. Yeah. Of course, they don't mention that they beat the Yankees because they can't put the Yankees just the name on the. It can't exist on that board. But watching, even watching Cam Newton in the preseason, just watching him set his feet, watching his arm angle, it, it just it was painful to watch. As much as I don't it looked like, like he wasn't pain. Yeah, as much as I don't like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the way he, you the way he Aaron gets Rodgers. his body deep down, you like Aaron Rodgers. But the way right? he gets his footwork in line and his arm angle in line and and his body, I mean, it, it just it's a it's a thing of beauty to watch him. And Russell Wilson, same thing. Just to watch how they get their body prepared to throw the ball, and to watch Cam Newton just look completely unprepared to throw the ball after being in the league for ten years. Mm-hmm. I, I just I don't feel I don't I can't feel sorry for a guy who had every opportunity to change the way he played and never did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they made the right decision. I agree. All right, all right. That was depressing. I was too mean. Sorry, Cam. I was very mean to you there. I do apologize for my level of meanness. <laughs> You're apologizing for this? <laughs> well, I was pretty hard on him there. But then again, he's well, got I, I, You talked about Dobbins earlier. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So, yeah. yeah. Maybe I'm back to my normal self sooner than yeah. I thought. Yeah. 
<laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> the past the past week it was like kumbaya <laughs> sitting on the beach, like why can't we all get along? And I'm like, fuck you, J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it's the NFL that's ruined me. Maybe. <laughs> Next up, Friday. Oh, yeah. Hey, maybe uh, the Eagles will pick him up. They seem to be collecting. I, I, what they do you seem think, to be what collecting think, quarterbacks. Where do you think he might end up? Uh, Cam Newton. Uh, you know, if Deshaun doesn't get traded, which I don't think he will, uh, I could see him going to Miami. I could see him in New Orleans, potentially, if Jameis Winston doesn't work out. I could see him in Denver if Bridgewater doesn't work out. But they still got Drew Locke. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you get beat out. Drew, you're, you're, yeah, I think Drew, I think Drew Locke's days are numbered over there. <laughs> he looked all uh, right. I, 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 I agree, but I think the team is done with him. You know, uh, what about you? Where do you where could you see? I would, him? I would say, um, the Texans also. Oh yeah, the only, Texans. Only, yeah, but well, that's that's uh, like only, going only backwards because, for them. I mean, only because. Um, I, you know, they, they really don't have any prospects. You know, I mean, Deshaun Watson, who knows what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. Um, I do. They, well, <laughs> <laughs> who knows, really? But uh, I, you know, I, I could I could definitely see him ending up with uh, the Texans. I mean, I'm, they're desperate for Who's their anything starter now? anybody. I mean, just to fill the seats. Just to say, hey, Cam Newton is our starting quarterback. You know, put him on a huge poster. <laughs> Come and watch 150 yards <laughs> passing on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> And 150 yards rushing. <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't even know if he can do that anymore. But who's their starter now in Houston? Mm. I don't even remember. Uh, who is the Texans starting quarterback? Matt Schaub. <laughs> Matt, I, Matt Schaub came back. No, I, I, it doesn't. It, it almost doesn't really matter. Yeah, who the starting I, I, quarterback they picked somebody is. up. I just don't remember who it was. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. They're going to be a bad team this year. For sure. For sure. But that would be a good. But I think they. I, if I were them, I'd sign an undrafted free agent. Or somebody and roll the dice, you know, maybe maybe trade for, you know, a quarterback that was drafted, in, in, you know, in the recent couple of years and that's sitting on a roster that's not mm-hmm. going to start and bring that person into to, Case to Keenum. the Texans. Well, Case Keenum, bring Case Keenum Yeah, back. even Case Keenum, well, he wouldn't be better than Deshaun Watson. No, <laughs> or no, not better no. than uh, Cam Newton. That might be, well, you know, you're neck and he, neck there. He, he played there, you know, for however uh, so many seasons. Um, he's a decent quarterback still. I mean, half decent. Uh, bring back David Carr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Friday. Wait, I don't remember. Did I do the? I don't, I don't think I did the. There it is. Bam. Next up, Friday. Gardner Minshew traded. Jalen Hurts hasn't persuaded. The Jacksonville Jaguars traded popular backup quarterback Gardner Minshew to the Philadelphia Eagles on Sunday or Saturday this past Saturday for a conditional draft pick, a six-round draft pick in 2022. The Jaguars receive a sixth-round pick that will become a fifth-rounder if Minshew plays 50% of the snaps in three games, yeah. which is possible. Mm-hmm. But what's with the, the collection of quarterbacks that you have now in Philadelphia? You've got Hurts, you've got Joe Flacco, you've got Gardner Minshew, yeah, I think Cam it- Newton is, is soon to be on the way. <laughs> Yeah, no, I just I just think there's a little bit of insecurity around the that's quarterback a lot of, position. I mean, that's I mean, a lot of quarterbacks yeah, I mean, that have played bringing, that have started in, bringing in Gardner Minshew. I mean, Gardner Minshew is a, he's like a hot and cold quarterback. He, he did some great things for Jacksonville. Really. The highs I mean, are high, the lows are low. Yeah, it's almost like a, exactly. He's almost like a Fitzpatrick type player where he can but have everybody a, loves amazing a game. He can have a great game, and then the next game he just completely shits the bed. And then the next game he's back. Everybody's cheering for him. He has four touchdowns in the following game. He has four interceptions. So you don't know what to expect from Gardner Minshew. But you look at his career stats; they're not terrible. And it was. And let's remember, this was with the Jacksonville with the Jaguars, Jacksonville Jaguars prior yeah. to Urban Meyer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, thirty-seven. This is under Doug Marone. Yeah, thirty-seven touchdowns, eleven interceptions. That's a pretty decent ratio right there in terms of touchdowns. And interceptions, you know, Jalen Hurts 
still an unproven talent. He did play a little bit last season, but the team was kind of falling apart at the end. So I, I don't know what to expect from him. Um, so bringing in Gardner Minshew, having Joe Flacco there is also nice, but uh, I'm, I'm happy with the move. I mean, the Eagles didn't That's give up too much. a lot of quarterbacks I mean, on that draft, roster, though, the, man. The draft capital that they gave up, not much. I mean, you know, sixth-round pick. I'm shocked have, nobody else was willing to go, you know, for a fifth or a fourth. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Gardner Minshew has started games in this league. They like the stash. I know, but he started games in this league. Yeah. All his teammates like him. Yeah. He has the potential to give you some, you know, amazing play when he's and what's on. That, what's that Dazed and Confused, the movie Dazed and Confused with uh, Matthew right. McConaughey? Yeah. Yeah. Matt, That's where All Right, All that, Right, All Right comes from. He's that guy <laughs> yeah. playing quarterback in the NFL. Uh, think about a lot. Think I, what is it? The thing I like about high school girls is, you know, I get older, I get older and they, they stay, stay the same, same age. Like McConaughey in that movie was like, I had friends like that. But Gardner Minshew, that's Gardner Minshew right there. Yeah. Although Gardner Minshew is not far removed from high school. But, you know, he's he's like, when you hear this guy talk, that is him. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a smart move. I mean, I would move Flacco down to the third string position and potentially move on from him uh-huh. uh, and, and bring somebody else in. But, but I like the guard. I mean, because... You know that if Jalen Hurts does not perform, Joe Flacco is not the answer. Mm-hmm. That he made that very clear after since losing. Well, his last year with Baltimore, and then his subsequent stints with I think with Denver he was up, he and was New York, pushed out of Baltimore. He's pushed out of Baltimore. Well, I mean, he did have Lamar Jackson, but yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, he wasn't. I mean, he stunk it up in Denver, stunk it up with the Jets. I think I want to mm-hmm. say I believe so. Yeah, and you know, but it, it does it doesn't bode well for the confidence level. Of Nick Sirianni and the Eagles with Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. the fact that they're stockpiling backup quarterbacks. I mean, they're not uh, like with, the greatest with, backup quarterbacks. Yeah, but they're I mean, starters. They're, they're both. They I mean, both name me another team in the league, in the league yeah. that's got two two starters as backup quarterbacks. Two two prior. Worst case, Keenum at starters. Worst case, Keenum at. <laughs> I mean, two bona fide starters as backup quarterbacks. I'm sure there are. I don't. Right I now. guarantee there is. I, I would be shocked if there's another team in the league with two starters backing up their starter. We got Jameis Winston. Taysom Hill's Taysom Hill. He started though. He did start some games. In <laughs> yeah, the but Mitchell was the starter. Flacco yeah. was the starter. That's true. Yeah. Well, I mean, Minshew was kind of pushed into that role because of poor but quarterback they, play. In fact, I think the year after he had his best season, they made a decision not to draft a quarterback and go with Minshew in the following season. Mm-hmm. That's how good he had played in the, in the prior season. True that. But I, I lo- personally, I like the move because I'm not hearing good things about Hurts coming out of. Uh, well, then again, Eagles yeah. Eagles media is not ever happy. They sound like I do. No matter what. <laughs> so with a grain of salt, with Bleeding Green Nation and the rest of it. But they're not particularly enamored with what they've seen from Hurt so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it would be nice to have, if you could get the best out of Minshew without the worst somehow, you know, sort of mix and match with 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 Hurts from time to time, sort of throw Minshew in there to spell Hurts and do some things that Minshew can do that he's got experience doing that, that Hurts is going to need some yeah. some more practice with i think it's a it's a nice move but it, but uh, joe flacco you know he froze out drew, drew lock in denver you know he froze out he's probably from what i hear he froze out jalen hurts in philadelphia he doesn't want to help any of the young guys so it might really? be nice to move on from him dick he joe flacco's not exactly the kind of he's like an aaron Rodgers type you know i don't want to help you <laughs> i don't want to help you help yourself help you help me google it uh <laughs> are you friday are you ready to move on uh, let's move on, Ben. Oh, Aaron Rodgers on the agenda again, really? Well, I had to figure out a way to get. I just, I just looked at that right now. I had to figure out a, a way to get Aaron Rodgers on the menu, on the menu, on the. Uh, he is on the, the menu. Basically, it's a menu <laughs> of NFL news, and Aaron Rodgers is on the menu. 
He's the main course. Aaron Rodgers says championship or bust. Otherwise, he'll renew his wanderlust. Good one. Good one right there, Ben. That was probably your best rhyme right there. You really reached for that one. I reached one. for that one. Aaron Rodgers is focused on the Lombardi Trophy, so he says. Ryan Gatos of Fox News reports the Green Bay Packers star was a touchdown away from making his yeah, touchdown away, nine yards away. His second Super Bowl appearance of his career. And for someone who has played as great as he has over the course of his career, he will be looking to pad his resume with another championship ring. Pad his resume? Get some. How about getting a resume? Rodgers acknowledged on Thursday he understood what was at stake getting into the 2021 regular season. Uh, I think we all know what's at stake. I talked about that a little bit the other day about perspective and how important that perspective is to focus on the season and enjoy the most out of the season because there are a lot of unknowns that... No, there aren't a lot of unknowns. You were offered a contract. You were offered all these things. You turned it down. That's not unknown. That's unknown, you fucking putz. Rogers told reporters during a press conference. Fucking guy. Acts like nothing is in my control. Uh, the 2020 NFL MVP was the center of a dramatic right. offseason. 2020 MVP, Ben. Yeah, just what he needed for his ego. <laughs> With his time in Green Bay and the NFL in general coming into question. Easy call. He also acknowledged the organization's salary cap situation, saying the team had to jump through some hoops to get under the cap. But, of course, he wanted a giant 10-year contract. Didn't give a fuck about the salary cap at that point. So we're, so we're just going to enjoy this season. It's title town. It's championship or disappointment, he declared. First of all, it's not fucking title town. It was, uh, these titles were in the late 60s, early 70s, and there have been two titles since then. Yeah. The, the Los Angeles is title town for the Lakers. The Yankee, the New York City is the title town with the Yankees. You know, the Detroit, uh, with the Canadians, whoever, whoever uh, it was up the there. The Montreal. Canadians. There are a lot of title towns out there. One city on this planet that is not title town is fucking Green Bay. Hey, 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 come on. Now, Green Bay is a really small town. Green Bay is tiny. Yeah, but and it's I, not title yeah, town. You have to no, win no, no, titles no, no. It's, it's not, to be it's, title it's town. Not Hell, title the Miami town, Heat but they do are have, more of a title town. They have four championships. For, I mean, a small city like that. I mean, they won in, what, 98? They won in 2010 more recently. You know, the yeah, Super Favre Bowl. got one. Aaron Rodgers got one. Yeah. And, and a whole bunch when there was no teams in the league. Well, but they won. <laughs> you know, true. I mean, Boston. Yeah, won that's a like whole saying bunch. Boston got. You know, yeah. Hey, but you don't call. You don't say about how many did the Yankees win when there was early on in the MLB. They won in the seventies. They won in the nineties. They won in the two thousands. They won in the fifties. They won in the thirties. So they, they won in the twenties. I'm saying, but in the twenties and the thirties, how many did they? Have? A lot because there was no salary cap. <laughs> like, yeah, but I mean, you know, as great as the Boston Celtics team was, there were literally eight teams but, in the league. But the, this was like half the Premier League. Those championships still carry over. It doesn't matter. I mean, you know, they shouldn't matter. But they. They are in the history books. Well, at least Green Bay was competing against a full league of teams. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, I, 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 come on, Aaron Rodgers. When you know every I mean, I, 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 eight I agree teams, with... eight fucking teams, give me a break. Give me a break. <laughs> eight teams in the break. league. <laughs> There's 16 teams in the SEC, for crying out loud. Uh, no, but, you know, Aaron Rodgers, championship or bust, agree with them. I think they still, oh I, think, I think they God. do have a good chance. I think they have a but good chance this year. A lot year. of unknowns? They're one of the best. How, what, what are these unknowns he speaks of? I don't know. I mean, you know, like... <laughs> I'm not sure. Okay. How long are you going to defend this? Guy? I'm always How gonna, long I'm are you always going guy? to defend Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is one they of the best quarterbacks. They offered him a four-year deal. He turned it down. Yeah. And what happened? He, he wanted the general manager happened? to be fired, and they refused to fire him. Yeah. These are not unknowns. But what happened? They, he, 
He's going to opt out after next year. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. But I mean, it's not unknowns. He, what are these unknowns? He's, the the Packers are trying to sign him. They want to sign him. You just want they to wanted to make negative. him the highest paid quarterback you want in the league. Say something negative about Aaron Rodgers. I, what, 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 Where's the bobblehead? Where's my bobblehead? Uh, the, the dog chewed that. <laughs> like, he, he won't. It just much like Aaron Rodgers, he can't stand up anymore. <laughs> the bobblehead is, is only has one leg. Uh, I want my bobblehead back, and I went on the table. I but want come that. on, man! Are you serious? Remind with this? you of greatness on the table. Are you serious with this shit? I mean, this is just. I mean, this is ninety day fiance level bullshit right here. This is Darcy and Stacy. <laughs> this is Darcy and Stacy level. I don't even know what the hell that yeah. is. Well, what if is anyone that? is listening, it, it's 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 the. Uh, is that from like something from the eighties? No, it's from the uh, the Learning Channel. It used to be the Learning Channel. Anyway, now it's the Trash TV Channel. PBS. Uh, you know, it's like these ninety day fiance shows, and then there, that was a spin off of one of them. They're these like really obnoxious. Women that live in the middle of nowhere in Connecticut, but believe they live in the heart of New York City. They continue to get plastic surgery. They're very obnoxious. They're very is that self-centered. A is that a new show? No, it's oh, 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 okay. Wait, and that's that's Aaron Rodgers essentially. Yeah, I, 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 you hate this guy for some reason. I love his play. I just don't understand why he won't shut up. Why he can't just fucking be quiet, man. It's, I mean, he has ego issues. He needs to plus speak calling to the into the. Pat, I mean, did you ever listen to the Pat McAfee show? No, <sighs> I gotta. I want you to listen to like because I, I can't get the. I, I can't understand the, the appeal of it, but I guess mm-hmm. there must be some appeal. To calling into an overweight guy with a tank top on who played kicker once. But I mean, the show is apparently, he, Aaron Rodgers called in and it was just like this ridiculous. Inter- but I guess maybe you let the players say whatever they want, you know, that you're going to be have a popular show, I suppose. Uh, but I mean, why can't he just say, you know, the season starts in a week. We want to have a great season. We're looking to get back, you know, get back to the Super Bowl. We'll make decisions at the end of the season. Based on you know how we perform, and then move it at the and then leave it at that. But is, uh, there are no unknowns. The only unknowns are the unknowns you are making. You yeah, are well, creating yeah, all these unknowns. He's creating his all of own them. complications. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not sure how his teammates feel about him right now in the locker room. Um, but uh, I think what he's saying is true. I mean, it is championship or bust right now. But why is that Bay. the case? I'm not sure. But I mean, it's been a long time since he won a Super Bowl. He wants to win. Have a Super you ever Bowl. heard Tom Brady say championship or bust? No, he actually, says, you know he says thank you, a, you for the championship. I'm going to send you a video. <laughs> I'm going to send you a video, actually, that I, and I respect Tom Brady so much more after watching that video. He's saying that quarterbacks these days now have it so much easier than quarterbacks of the past. He said the league has been watered down so much with these penalties on defensive players, hitting players across the field. He's like, it's not the defensive player's fault. It is the quarterback's fault for putting the players in those situations to get hit and murdered by defensive backs. And I love Tom Unless Brady. it's Gronk, in which case, no, just do it. No, but I mean, well, yeah. Because <laughs> Gronk was a, he was a big... He, I mean, he's not as big as he was then, but he's still a pretty big dude. Uh, but I, I, I totally respected him for saying that because the league has been watered down and all these stupid penalties for these hits on, on defenseless receivers. Tom Brady basically said, it's not the defensive player's fault. It is the quarterback's fault for not knowing the scheme, not knowing the plays, just not knowing how to play the position anymore because it's just not the same. He said the court, the, the, the league itself is just not the same as now as it was when he first started. Now it's so much softer and he blames the quarterbacks and not the defense. So he's actually defending the defense that's playing against him. Like he doesn't lead his receivers into because the penalties backs. that are called wouldn't be called if the if, the, if you then. weren't hanging the receiver out the exactly. drive. Exactly. I mean, maybe in a playoff game when you have no choice, when you got to pick up a first down, or you got to score. Um, 
but I, I agree with him. I mean, but doesn't that actually make Aaron Rodgers even worse? That he's that good of a quarterback, that he obviously is probably in the top three quarterbacks in the league. Talent-wise. The league is easier now as Tom Talent-wise Brady ever in the top three. But the league is easier now, according to Tom Brady. And yet Aaron Rodgers, before Tom Brady was playing with the Bucs, still couldn't get his ass to the Super Bowl, even though if he's as good as he claims to be, Using Tom Brady's logic, he should have ran through the NFC with his cerebral play and his amazing talent. He, he is pretty amazing. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I, he, he actually doesn't. He rece- I mean, he doesn't leave his receivers out there to get murdered by defensive backs. He really doesn't. I mean, I don't. That's you don't, true. You don't see he doesn't. That often. But he never has any receivers worthy of murdering. Uh, I mean, you know, Avante, you know, Avante. I mean, he's he's he's, he's pretty damn good. You that know. is true. <laughs> Or Devontae, not Avante. Devontae. Yeah, Adams. Devontae Adams. Uh, yeah. yeah. I like Aaron Rodgers as a player. I just, I, I, this, 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 like, even Ben Roethlisberger by comparison. I mean, I know he's passive aggressive, but forgot, but he doesn't talk this much. No. And Tom Brady never says this kind of stuff. He never talks about the season, talks, even now he's with, Bruce Arians is a loudmouth. So if Tom Brady wanted to go off the fucking rails and say whatever the hell he feels like saying, he would get 100% support from Bruce Arians. You could say whatever the hell you want when you play for Bruce Arians. And he's still not doing it. You see, you could say when he was with New England, he kept his mouth shut because Bill Belichick and blah, blah, blah. But now he's with Arians a season and a half in or a season and an off season in or two off seasons and a season in. And he's, you know, he's not shooting his mouth off. He's not saying all, I mean, championship or bust. I mean, who says that? You just won one. What's no, I mean, uh, Aaron, but who like nobody, like Kobe Bryant, it's going to be a disappointment if we don't win a championship or bust or I'm going to be off to Miami. Like nobody, well, he, like, he, there, there no, that, no great players don't talk like that. Yeah, well, there was that time in his career when he was talking about winning the Clippers, you know, because he was unhappy with the Lakers front office and the moves that they were making. He he did make some of those comments, but he hasn't gone into Aaron Rodgers territory. I, you know, I, I don't agree with what Aaron Rodgers is saying, but still, my love for Aaron Rodgers is there, man. Well, I love Aaron Rodgers as a player. Yeah, I, I just don't understand. I mean, he seems like a douchebag. He seems like a douchebag. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Hold him accountable for it. If he's as good as he says he is, MVP. he probably should MVP have more than year, one ben. title. Yeah, well. he probably should have more than one title, especially in that weak ass NFC for all those years when the Bucks weren't. You know, weak ass. What the weak ass NFC? I don't. I don't think so. The, I mean, you, the the best. The best. The you were, AFC recently. The best you were going to go up against the was, re- Drew, was Drew Brees. That was your. That was your primary. Wait, wait, wait. Recently, that was your primary opponent. A- recently, was Drew within the fucking past, Brees. Within the past ten years, recently the AFC has become the better conference. Just the last couple of years, but before that, at the top well, end, even 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 in the middle, they're not very good anymore. The NFC is not as good right now as the AFC, but. In years past, they have been in Aaron Rodgers' career. Yeah, but who are these amazing defenses and who are these amazing quarterbacks he was going up against? Uh, in the NFC? Exactly. Drew Brees. Drew Brees. That's it. <laughs> There's nobody else. Eli Manning? It, it, well, he won a couple of Super Bowls. I mean, but, but, I mean, but seriously, I mean it, it, Russell Wilson, yes. I'll mm. give you that, especially early on when they had a decent defense. But it wasn't like he, I mean, his, his primary competition was not Tom Brady or Peyton Manning. It was. I mean, who was in the NFC? Tom Brady and Peyton Manning. And? Ben Roethlisberger. And? Philip Rivers. Oh, come on. You hate, you've hate you hated Philip <laughs> yeah, Rivers. Yeah, but he's a talented quarterback. I, oh, yeah, he's so talented. He's all the Super Bowls that he won with San Diego when they had, uh, the um, like, they should have won Super Bowls uh, when when they had, what was it, with uh, North Turner as, as the head coach at the time. They should have won Super Bowls, but they didn't. 
But those, I mean, just just those. I mean, two of the best, two of the best quarterbacks of the last one hundred years. I mean, you know, Donovan McNabb. <laughs> well, I mean, Donovan McNabb's a good quarterback for sure. Uh, but yeah, so, I mean, just with, just the fact that Tom Brady and Peyton Manning were in that were in that conference. Tony Romo. That's better than Tony. Drew, that's better. Than, Tony Romo actually, you know, he's very underrated. As much as I, I love hate, Tony as, Romo, as and I love him I, even more as a broadcaster. As much as I hate, and I hate him as a broadcaster, but as much as I hated him as a quarterback, I still respected his play. The only reason I hate him was because he was a cowboy, and that's probably one of the reasons because he was better than you know people ever said. I mean, like nobody really made a big deal about Tony Romo, like they're making a big deal out of that Dak Prescott right now. Tony Romo was actually pretty fucking good. Yeah, he just did. did I mean, he had a great offensive line, but the, nah, I mean, the defense was not the best. No. Uh, all right, Franny. Are you? I'm sure there was other quarterbacks there. No. Kurt Warner. <sighs> Not against Aaron Rodgers. Maybe early on in his career when he was maybe, with the Cardinals. Maybe when he was er- with the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. When he was washed up at the end of his career, he went to the Super Bowl <laughs> at the end of his career. <laughs> but he went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but you, you, I mean, you, you, yeah, but he went to two Super Bowls. It was Drew Brees, and, and, and that's all. There was nobody else. It was just Drew Brees. <laughs> there was nobody else. There's nobody in the in the Central. Or whatever you call it, the uh, the North. Well, Matthew Stafford has been in the league for a while. Yeah, you get Stafford, <laughs> Matt Ryan. You got uh, whoever whoever the Bears quarterback was or I, is. No, they, I, I don't even whoever think the about Vikings the quarterback where, was or is. You know, he had really it was just Drew Brees was his primary competition, and Aaron and then Russell Wilson for a moment. Mm, yeah, okay. <laughs> so I'm just saying he wasn't going up against Peyton Manning. I'm gonna, and Tom to, Brady. I'm, gonna to, I'm gonna look into those quarterbacks that that were in the NFC because you know you act like the AFC is like has always been a strong conference and they just recently just, at, became, just at the quarterback level. Yeah, at the, right. I mean the, the AFC was weaker at the quarterback level for sure for a long time, but they had Tom Brady and Peyton Manning, and in the and in the NFC all you had was essentially Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers. And if you can't beat a hapless Drew Brees, you know I can't help you. One. This is good. This is good. This is good. Because Franny likes Aaron uh, Aaron Rodgers, regardless. Of- I mean, he's a douchebag. I mean, I don't, I, you can't control his character. But I'm just talking about the quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you love that guy. I do. You're like my man crush. You you're, gonna be wait, you're gonna be waiting in line to get a. Well, he'll never give autographs for less than a thousand dollars. But uh, Franny, what's next up on the big board? Uh, next up on the big board, Ben, we have our team surprise predictions. Which ones will be good? Which ones will be bad? From last year, which ones were bad? Which ones will be good? And the ones that were good last year, which ones will be bad? Yeah, so I essentially year. brought all the teams up here on the screen. So I just, I just want to hear your take on teams that folks are expecting to be good that you think are not, in fact, going to be good. We'll start with that, and then we'll go with teams that are supposed to be not particularly good that we think are going to overperform. So teams that are supposed to be good that you don't think are going to be as good as advertised. That are supposed to be good. I mean, it seems like there are people out there that think the Saints are still going to be good. I don't think the Saints are still going to be good this year under Jameis Winston. I think he's a good, he's a he's the better option in terms of quarterback what they have available. But uh, I think they will be a bad team this year. Interesting. Anybody else? Uh, I, I, I tend to agree with you. But, but Sean Payton is the go back and forth. Let's go back and forth. Uh, teams. So this is teams that are supposed to be good. Uh, Baltimore Ravens, I think, are going to be at 500 or marginally above. Baltimore Ravens? With the running, with J.K. Dobbins going down and Lamar Jackson expected to I run think that they offense. Could, I think they could find a, I a think free they are, agent running back. I think they are going to miss the playoffs. Wow. I don't know if that warrants a shot. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure. I mean, you didn't say anything. Small one. I'll do a small one. You didn't one. say anything negative about them, but I completely disagree with you. I'll do a small one. Yeah. Let's do a small one. I still think that they are going to be 
one of the top teams. I think in, they're going to miss. The, you're going to lose. Powerhouse. They're going to lose both games in to the Pittsburgh. powerhouse that is the AFC. They're going to lose both games to the Steelers and both games to Cleveland. That's four losses right there. I, I, I think they're going to go 500 uh, against both the Steelers and the Browns and beat Baltimore. Uh, not Baltimore. Yeah, uh, the Bengals twice. Oh no way! You don't think be, you don't I think, think the Bengals are going to finish ahead of the Ravens. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Remember this podcast. All right, cheers. September, whatever today is, the fourth. Cheers. Let's do the show. As tired as I am. Well, now I, I'm. Uh, ESPN should hire me for that kind of take. Whew. That's a, that's a skip and Shannon take right there. <laughs> that's a skip. that's a what, skip. They're on like FSN one or skip. something. Skip. Right? I hate skip. Uh, but next up, Friday, what team? Um, oh, that is fucking disgusting. Yeah, I know that is a. That is, I, I I completely disagree with you Ooh. right there. Baltimore was good last year. They'll still be good. Cleveland will still be good. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, there was so many. You know, Tennessee. Tennessee is one of those. Teams. Oh fuck! You took my team. I that's, I, that's, I, I, I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, that's one of those teams that was like on. They've been on the cusp for the last couple of years. I just don't know if they can still capture that magic from the last couple of years. They got the talent on offense for sure. They do, they do. But I mean, I not at the quarterback with, position. Well, no, that's what I was going to say. I think Tannehill, you know, he's a decent quarterback, but he's really holding them back, though. If they had a better quarterback on this team, they could go to the AFC Championship game. They really could. Yeah, I don't but, disagree. But with Tannehill on there and with everybody getting just a little better, I'm not sure if if, if Tennessee will make the playoffs this year. Yeah, I agree. I was, that was going to be my next pick would be mm-hmm. Tennessee because I, I know they've got Julio Jones. I know they've got, I can't remember the guy's name, who's a beast, their other receiver. Derrick Henry is going to carry the ball 300 times. I'm probably. not sure if he, is he still capable of doing it, though. That's the thing. Like, you can't do it year after year after year. Well, they didn't plan on doing it last year. But. Yeah, but it happened. But, I mean, another year of that, I you know, I just don't know if they can still force him to just carry the ball that many times and not expect any sort of injury. Yeah, you, just, you need better like, play at the quarterback. Christian position. McCaffrey... For the Panthers, like I just felt he got a year that off. eventually he's gonna get injured, and he did because he was the workhorse of that team. He was pretty much the only offensive player. And on he that team. loved it, two thousand. He loved 1, it, yeah. But it, it's it's just you can't keep on running these guys in this league that many times and expect to win year after year after year. Eventually, the tire will blow, and yep. you're gonna be out. My team, I was gonna go with Green Bay, but that would just be spiteful. Although I do <laughs> think Green Bay is gonna underperform. I'm gonna go with the Colts. The Colts with Carson Wentz and all his drama. Yeah. Even Frank Wright can't save him now. Uh, I know they've got, you know, they've got the running back position. They've got better defense. They've got a better offensive line. I just think that Carson Wentz is going to grossly underperform his 2017 campaign, his 2018 start. To, was 2018 start to the season was pretty good? Was that the year he got injured? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, after yeah. the Super Bowl? Uh, yeah. But he had a good... Yeah, he had, actually, 2018 was not bad, but... Um... Yeah, I mean, he's he's just oh, I mean, you just never know when he's going to get injured. But I think the Colts could potentially finish below five hundred, yeah. whatever five hundred is now, eight and a half. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, well, I agree with that. I agree with that. I mean, you know, with the Colts, it's they're they're an unknown right now. But that division, not the strongest. They have Tennessee. They have Jacksonville, another unknown, and they have the Texans. So I mean, you know, just just a weak division. They might propel themselves in the playoffs, but it should be easier sledding for them than it is right now, especially in that division. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Division is the only thing that'll get them above 500. Yeah. yeah. What's your team? You know, a team that was in the playoffs last year was the Washington football team. 
And I think the Washington, <laughs> the Washington well, playoffs. I mean, they were technically. Yeah, in I mean, the technically by default, they weren't a great team. By their default, defense, their defense. The Cowboys lost that game at the end of the season, is, and they couldn't have possibly. Their defense lost. is still great. I'm just not sure how Fitzpatrick is going to perform. I mean, you know, we, we he's also one of those hot and cold quarterbacks. I wish him all the best over there. I don't see them finishing in first place in the NFC West. Um, and yeah, I, I believe it's going to be the Cowboys. I hate saying that. I mean, they have the most talent in that division, but, um, yeah, that's another team right there that was made it to the playoffs, but I don't think they can do it this year. All right. I'm going to go with the Niners. When you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. Kyle Shanahan's talking about, you know, Garoppolo is going to start. They're going to, you know, sort of, you know, do a committee situation with Trey Lance. He, Trey Lance does, it hasn't impressed anybody really in the preseason, I think the San Francisco 49ers, this is the year that the wheels kind of come off. The defense is going to have a couple injuries. They're not going to be able to overcome it with the offense with Jimmy G, essentially your your, your prototypical journeyman quarterback. Uh, Trey Lance is not ready for primetime. I think the Niners are going to underperform and potentially land in the basement of that division behind the Cardinals. Well, I don't think they're that bad. but <laughs> No, I just think it's going to be tough for them to overcome the injuries that I, yeah. that I anticipate yeah. and mm-hmm. the quarterback position is it's it's a problem. Yeah. Their quarterback position is a problem. Any other teams front or you want to move to the That's I think we did cover about five teams right there. So yep. yeah. So teams that are supposed to suck that you think are going to be good. Uh let's see. On this board of teams that we have right here. Um on this board of the all of the teams. All the, all the on teams. this board of the teams that we have on the end. <laughs> Oh, the, oh, that's all the teams. NFL. <laughs> that's all, all the teams. of them there. <laughs> I'm just looking at it. I'm like, who the fuck? I mean, you know, I, I this 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 pains me. It really does. It really pains me, Ben, to say this. But I do think the Dallas Cowboys are going to be a better team this year than they were last year. I, You know, they have they have just too much talent. On the offense. On the and offense. They, and they, and they the buttress the defense to the draft and some signings. Better. I mean, if Dak Prescott cannot carry this team to the playoffs with the current offense that they have constructed, then you, I mean, you have to trade this guy. I mean, in the NFC East, if you cannot win that division with all that talent that you have against those crappy-ass teams, then you do not deserve to be a starting quarterback in the league. So I hate to say it, I really do, but I think the Cowboys are one of those teams that really disappointed last year that are going to be better this year. I <laughs> I hate it. I hate to say it, but I, I feel that way. Yeah, I actually agree with you. I think the Cowboys are going to be good. I think the Eagles are going to win the division, but I think they're, I gonna, they're both going to overperform. The Eagles will probably finish in last. But I actually agree with that. I actually yeah. agree with that. I think that I, well, I said it. I think many, many. Yeah, but I hate to admit times. it. I just hate to admit it. But since we're on the subject, I'll say it. That's how I feel. Oh, it it it, it really pains me. <laughs> To, to I mean, just, it tears it. me up inside. <laughs> well, they got a good, I mean, they have a well-constructed, I mean, the only thing holding them back is their head coach. Yeah. And their owner. That, that, that is. And actually, their general manager. The owner? No, I, I mean, said, look, I mean, Jerry Jones has assembled a good team. Uh, but the no, coach. This, the, but his 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 drafts have left a little bit to be desired. Yeah, but, I, I you know, I, I they've they've constructed a pretty damn good team. I mean, the the talent, the names there, I mean, you know, the names don't always mean that they're going to be good, but you but know CD the Lamb's going to have a pretty good season. I, you know, I, I, you know, in that division, in the NFC East, they should be the top contender. They should be the, the top dog. I agree. I agree. 
Well, no, I don't agree. I think the Eagles are going to win that division. Uh, my first team, Detroit Lions. I think the, the, the Detroit Lions, they may not make the playoffs. They may not make the playoffs, but I think Jared Goff is an underrated quarterback. I think Sean McVay pulled the ripcord on that too soon. I think Detroit's got some talent. They've got, what's his name, Cully? can't remember his name, the, the new head coach who seems, is it Campbell? God, I can't even remember. I should know the Dallas or the Detroit Once Lions. Once the season starts, we'll remember all these names again. Uh, but I think the Detroit Lions have a chance to finish, to win. I think they have a chance to win nine games. I, I think that most people are, I don't know what the over-under is, but I think it's much lower than nine. And I think I think the Detroit Lions, with the new head coach, with the roster they've got, with Jared Goff, you know, without all the pressure that was on him in L.A., I think this team could win nine games. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but that's your opinion, not mine, Ben. That's true. Next up, Franny. Uh, Teams that know, are supposed to suck. Not supposed to suck, but a team that was not in the playoffs last year was the L.A. Chargers, Ben. Oh, I that's a good one. That's a good one. Justin Herbert. That's a good one. Second year. 12 starter. games. Potentially they could win. I think they could win a lot of games. I mean, he threw 30 touchdowns, or was it just over 30 touchdowns as a rookie? You betcha. And, uh, you know, in that division, you know, they have the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't think the Raiders are any better than they are right now. Um, and I, I really do think that the Chargers have a chance to really elevate themselves to a playoff contender. I agree. Yeah. I think I think they could potentially uh, actually have a pretty deep playoff run mm-hmm. with that team. Uh, next up, it's not really a team that's supposed to suck, as Franny said, but a team that people are not don't have a lot of hope for or don't expect great things from. I th- I'm going to go with the Patriots. I think Mac Jones with a quarterback who's, who's able to execute Josh McDaniels' offense with Bill Belichick with a pretty good defense. Stephon Gilmore is going to come back, uh, probably get tr- probably get released or probably get a new contract after the end of the season with someone else. But it looks like he either is going to come back or he's going to get traded and they'll bring in some even some more assets. Uh, but I think the Patriots are going to get back on top of that division above with Buffalo? Mac Jones. Yes, above Buffalo potentially. Yes. You forgot Buffalo's in that division, right? No, I didn't right? forget. Uh, maybe briefly, and now I'm covering it poorly. <laughs> but I think they can get right back near the top of that division. Maybe not ahead of Buffalo. Yeah, they're okay. going to be yeah. they're going to be right right I, up I, there. I, I think with 17 games, there's a chance that they could make the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, but I think the Patriots are going to surprise a lot of people this year after that performance last year. Yeah, with, no, with I Mac think, Jones. I think at, Mac Jones. I mean, he actually, he actually looked pretty decent. I mean, he, he is, you know, the stereotypical Belichick. I mean, he reminds me a little bit of. You know Tom Brady. Um, he's, he's, he's just he's a s- smart quarterback that makes good decisions. Um, he's not going to run the ball that often, but you know that's that's not something Tom Brady never England, run the ball. Yeah, exactly. Ben that's Roethlisberger, not, well, that's not, not, not recently anyway. That's not something New England has ever really done. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I can I can definitely see that happening. Oh, put your quarterback in harm's way it makes not, perfect sense. Not ahead of Buffalo though. Still, it's going to be closer than people think. All right, you're up. I was thinking about another team here, Ben, while you were talking about that nonsense. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Ahead of the Buffalo. I'm not sold on Bills. Josh. I'm not sold on Josh Allen. You know what? Yet. I'm gonna go out there and say that the red rifle will excel. Oh my god. Are you as the fucking, quarterback? You that, that's not even real. That's not even real. Chicago Bears. That's not I think even Chicago, real. He's gonna reinvent himself in Chicago. And be a reborn player and just elevate this team to actually they played the playoffs last year, but they'll make the playoffs again 
this year. The Vikings, I don't see anything with the Vikings. Is, it, the Vikings, is this a real? Is, the is Vikings real? are terrible. Is this real? Detroit Lions, like you said, Ben, I don't think they're going to be that good. Andy with Dalton. Golf. I don't, Andy Dalton will carry this team. I didn't know what else to choose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I disagree uh, wholeheartedly. Uh, Andy Dalton, it should go the way of Cam Newton. He should not be starting. Justin Fields, then. Let me start all over again. Yeah. Well, Andy Justin Dalton. Fields, he looked pretty good. He looked pretty Andy good. Andy Dalton will start the season, play two games, get yanked, and Justin Fields will carry this team. How's that? And my last Is that team, better? That's better. That's, that's okay. better. All right, cool. Because Andy Dalton is not taking any team to the playoffs. And I'm going to go well, with the Jets. Teams. I'm going to go with the took Jets. the Bengals to the playoffs. I'm going to go with the Jets. I know they had a rough offseason. Yeah. Injuries, problems, drama. I know they've had all of that this offseason, but the Jets with Robert Sala. I think the Jets could win six games, <laughs> eight or nine games. I think the Jets can win eight or nine games. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with you. You got I, Zach you know, Wilson. You got Sala in yeah. there. I Different mean, the culture. Jets looked okay in the preseason, and uh, I'm really high on Robert Sala. I, I, you know, I, I think he's going to be a great quarter, a great uh, quarterback, a great coach in this league. I mean, he was a great defensive coordinator, and um, you very know, similar the, to Mike Tomlin. The defensive side of the ball is covered under him. They have the right quarterback in place. You know, I, I did respect Sam Darnold as their quarterback. He was just never utilized the way he should have been. I think he's going to be okay in Carolina. But with the Jets, new quarterback under center, still a rookie. But I can see them winning maybe six or seven games, which is, I mean, you, I mean, you can't get any worse than two wins. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, even well, if you win. There was a if, team that was worse. Even if you win six, that is a, an improvement. Yeah, that's true. But, I mean, I think I, I like Salah. I like his approach. We'll see how it translates. He's got a very similar approach to Mike Tomlin, treats people like adults but also develops relationships with them. You know, I, I, I'm interested to see how that plays out with this Jets roster. Uh, but Zach Wilson looks like, you know, he's, you know, a top 15 type of quarterback out there. I mean, he's no Shane Bichelle, of course. <laughs> but he's, <laughs> but he looks like he's got, the, you know, enough talent to play in this league for a number of years. And and I, I, I'm hoping, hoping uh, for our friends, especially at the the, the New York Jets fans podcast, <laughs> That the Jets can have a respectable season. Yeah. They're not going deep, but respectable mm-hmm. given the way they played the last few years. Yeah. I agree. Right. I agree. That's my last team, yeah. Franny. What's next up on a big board? Next up, Ben, we got a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. Well, only an hour and a half in. Well, We're finally doing our call to action. Hurry up, hurry up, all hurry right. Up. Uh, thank you all to our new listeners as well as the listeners that have been with us for a long time. We appreciate each and every one of you. Since 2018, we have been a show, and we are a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer review and se- beer reviews. And since you're listening, please consider heading to our website, thirstygold.buzzproud.com, or search Thirsty Gold Podcast on the web and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Please tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a stranger, just one person. Just tell one person this week, before week one, about the Thirst and Gold Podcast that we could potentially beat. The Around the NFL podcast sponsored by the NFL itself. Well, I don't know if it's actually the NFL. Uh, but that's your homework assignment. Please just tell one person. Uh, you can check us out on Pandora, Audible, and Amazon Music, as well as every podcatcher in the universe. But if you like listening to podcasts on Pandora, Audible, or Amazon, you can get us there as well. Friday, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our betting corner. Your betting, betting corner. corner. All right, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be right back with the betting corner. All right, and we are back with our tag betting corner, Thurston Gold betting corner, better known 
as Ben. <laughs> no, no, Betting no, corner. No. Frane, bet a little, win a lot. <laughs> yeah. I just bet a little and win zero. That's yeah, usually... <laughs> I bet more and win uh, almost the same amount or less. Uh, Friday, uh, we just wanted to go through some of the futures this yeah. week since the league is starting. We got the Talk odds. about some of the games next week. Odds to win the Super Bowl. Uh, your Buffalo Bills plus 987. But who do you have to win the Super Bowl this year? And do you like any of the odds you're seeing there? Uh, wait, where is it? Uh... Oh, top. On the top right there. Uh, to win the Super Bowl. You see any tasty it's really bets diffi- It's really difficult for a team to repeat. I would see. I could see the Kansas City Chiefs actually coming back and winning. Plus this 470. Time, this time around. I, I could definitely see that happening. I mean, they, they still have the talent. Still have the coach. Still have the quarterback. I mean, the team hasn't really changed much. They've actually improved, in my opinion. And I can see them winning. I like the Pittsburgh Steelers plus 3172. <laughs> Hey, that's a nice. I mean, thirty-one times. No, it's, it's thirty-one great, it's times. Great, your but money. realistically, do you think they have a realistic chance? Yes, I do. I, I'm, I'm talking about teams that are realistically yeah. have a chance. Yeah, I mean, Roethlisberger's. T- I mean, you got you only got Claypool and Juju Smith-Schuster and Deontay Johnson and Najee Harris and an offensive line that's already got two injuries. Uh, but I think the Steelers are possible uh, on that list. I all. I mean, I also like Seattle at plus sixteen oh nine. Potentially, what's happening? I mean, I would love it, but I don't see it happening. And there's also uh, Cowboys. Cowboys at plus four thousand is not bad. <laughs> to, I mean, the Cowboys got they, they got the, a great offense and they got to a great win quarterback. The Super Bowl. They got a great offense and a great quarterback. Now, see, now you're sounding like around the NFL or what? What is that? <laughs> but they do. <laughs> this is just a. This is. Yeah. They never talk about the Cowboys for some strange yeah. reason, but they've got a great quarterback. And they've got a great offense, and they've got two stud running backs, and their defense is a little bit better than it was last year. It's not crazy to think the Dallas Cowboys could compete for the Super Bowl if something happens. Everybody, everybody forgets that when Dak Prescott got injured, that team was two and five. It's not like they were lighting up the world. I mean, they were they were well, two they and get five. Get rolling. They when Dak, to get rolling. yeah, okay, yeah, they take seven weeks to get rolling. <laughs> well, sometimes you know, slow start. Look at the Steelers; they got off to a hot start, really bad finish. I'd rather finish strong. Uh, odds to win the AFC, Franny. Anything in there? Taste your uh, tinkle your or tickle your taste buds. Uh, let's see here, Ben. I mean, you know, my Super Bowl prediction was an AFC team, but uh, yeah, all those the- awesome quarterbacks in the <laughs> AFC that aren't Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> uh, you know what? Don't say Miami. No, like a really juicy bet on the board. I mean, if there was like a juicy bet, Ben, it, it probably would go to the Steelers. I mean, if, if there's one team on there, I mean, I know I chose Kansas City to win the Super Bowl, but if there's like a juicy bet out there for a team to win the AFC, eh, you know, why not go with the Pittsburgh Steelers at 1565? I agree. I'm going to go with Jacksonville potentially at plus 10,000. Why not? <laughs> I mean, we're talking about real, like not losing your money. Like, Roethlisberger you don't wanna, did it. You don't want to just bet on it. Roethlisberger did it. it. First, you know, first full season. Made it to the Super Bowl. Wait, no, it was the second season. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's you know, that it, the, of all the bets here, nothing really jumps out at me as being really yeah, tasty. Yeah, Jacksonville is very feasible. Except, well, it's not feasible, but it's plus 10,000. Yeah, but you're, you're going to lose your money. Well, it's I one, mean, it's, but it's 100 times uh, your money <laughs> if you win. <laughs> but you probably won't. <laughs> Most likely, you will not. That's true, but $10 wins whatever it wins. 
Uh, let's see. I should be able to do that math in my head. I can't believe <laughs> I can't. Uh, <laughs> NFC conference. <laughs> is that $10,000 or is it $100,000? Uh, let's see. <laughs> was it ten dollars? Was it 10000 Yeah. So, yeah, $100,000. Yeah, let's see. If you bet 10 bucks. Yeah, ten, ten to win, ten to win a thousand. No way! Yeah, it's for ten thousand. Yeah, so a, one thousand odds. One hundred to win ten thousand. That's stupid. That's not even. What's, that's even worth it. Well, ten. To, then ten, my math, I I got ten dollars to, to win a thousand. I have that's to not go bad. back to school. That's not bad. Ten thousand. Ten dollars to win. To Are you win smarter a than a fifth grader? No. Uh, let's see. What about the NFC front? Here you go. Your favorite conference. Um, Any tasty bets in there? Let's see tasty bets right there. Um, let's go with the Detroit Lions at at plus ten thousand. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not impossible. Uh, yeah, out of all these teams, just a juicy bet, realistic chance of winning. I would say the Seattle Seahawks at plus seven sixty five. I I don't disagree with that. I would bet on that. Also, Dallas Cowboys at plus seventeen seventy five. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm done with the podcast. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm walking away. It's so this Dallas Cowboys love all of a sudden that you have been. All right, I'll go with the Eagles at plus sixty three. You know I'll that. go with the Eagles fuck at that. plus. I'm going, oh, fuck that. I'm going with the Browns <laughs> and the Ravens winning the Super Bowl both at the same time. I was about to say the Eagles at plus sixty three hundred is not a bad bet. That's a bad. That's a terrible <laughs> that's bet. A, I'm surprised they're sixty three hundred. Well, I mean, I know the well. I don't have a team that you like the Cowboys, like the Ravens, the Browns, the Bengals, the Raiders. Like I don't have a team that I hate the way you hate the Cowboys. So I got to keep needling it. Yeah, I know. It's funny because I had a guy walk into work. He was a Washington Redskins fan, Washington football team fan, Washington Redtail fan, Washington <laughs> Union, whatever they were going to be the called. Presidents. I have no idea anymore. The presidents. Yeah, the presidents. <laughs> <laughs> monuments. Um, no, but yeah, it was funny because like, he saw that I was an Eagles fan. And he, like, he's like, I, I don't like the Eagles. I don't really like the, cow- the, the Giants, but I fucking hate the Cowboys. Like, everybody in that division just fucking hates that team. Yeah. It's just this hatred. Yeah. Gotta hate it. Well, because of all the winning. Uh, <laughs> NFC East. Yeah, in the last quarter of a century, no. NFC East, any bets there? Uh, in the NFC East, um, I mean, if it was if it was a tasty bet, I think, I mean, you know, the Giants, why not? You know, plus 515, um, their chances of winning are just as good as the Washington football team or the Eagles. Yeah, I would know, take, I mean, the only better team is the Cowboys, but that's you know they're the top dog. I would take the Eagles at at plus five sixty. I think Washington the odds aren't good enough. What about NFC South? Your Atlanta Falcons. Um, I would actually. I you know what? I would look roll at a box minus three thirty five. I would roll. Oh my god, three hundred thirty five dollars <laughs> to win a hundred. Yeah, that's would, how bad this division is. I would roll with the Falcons on this one. Uh, Still got Matty Ice. I'm going to roll with the Panthers on this one. With Sam Darnold. Not a bad choice either. Matt Rule. I'm actually excited to see Another year under his belt. I think I think the Panthers at plus 1250. I, I don't think they could beat the Bucks, but if I was going to make a bet in this division, that would be the one. Never know. Uh, AFC East. Bill, Dolphins, Inc., Patriots, and Jets. Any tasty bets there? Um, Realistically, the Dolphins. I mean, I, I think. I mean, I know you're high on on the Patriots, but I think the Dolphins. Oh yeah, they have no track record. To at a Tiger Bailoa. I mean, well, I mean, there's there's no Tom Brady there, but to a Tiger Bailoa, we'll see how he performs. But their defense is still young. They're strong. I think they have a chance. I, I mean, if I had to bet on anybody. Yeah, if I had to bet on anybody, it'd be the Pats at plus two eighty six. 
Not uh, as tasty. It's not as tasty, but it's also realistic. Dolphins, Dolphins are not realistic. They're already looking for. They're already trying to trade for Deshaun Watson. There's some. There's a reason for that. Well, it's because it's Deshaun Watson. But uh, AFC North: Ravens, Steelers, Bengals. Oh, okay. And this it's easy. I'd Steelers at plus four fifteen. Yeah, Come me on. too. I would hate to say that because you've been praising the Cowboys. <laughs> but look at the Ravens, man. The Ravens. I mean, the Ravens still at plus one twenty nine, even with J.K. Dobbins going down. Man, that 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 Browns at plus one twenty eight. Yeah, I mean, they're like right there, neck and neck. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it, the, the Ravens are going to finish. They're, they're going to have a bad season. Mm-hmm. Uh, AFC South, Texans. Is this a still a division? You know, uh, this, Texans, Colts, Jags, and Tennessee. I'd say Jags. I'd take that plus ten fifty. Right I agree. Yeah. I agree. That's possible. I mean, the Titans could implode. I mean, if Tannehill goes down. That season, generational season talent. Over. Generational talent. Yeah, exactly. We're going to see this guy play. You know, with his gorgeous locks. Uh, oh, <laughs> NFC West, probably the most competitive division in the league. Franny would say. Um, tasty bet? Well, I mean, the Seahawks at plus 259. I'd take them. Uh, yeah, I think that would be my bet as well. I can't believe the fucking Niners are favored in this division. Uh, man. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. Yeah. When you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. Uh, AFC West. With the AFC West, I'm taking the Chargers. At plus five fifty five, I agree. I can't. I can't go to the Raiders at plus nineteen hundred. I just they're still the Raiders. It's still mm-hmm. John Gruden. It's still Mike Mayock. Uh, NFC North also still a division apparently. Taking the Bears at plus five eighty five, right there. Are you fucking serious? Red Rifle, Red Rifle, baby. Uh, what, what's with the love for the guy who hasn't played? A, you know, he's the, Joe Flacco, but with still with a starting job. Watch. You just watch. Uh, I'm taking Detroit plus 3,300 right there. <laughs> Book it. I'm actually going to bet on that. Plus three. All right. Aaron Rodgers goes down. Who's going to win? Not my money. It ain't going to be Minnesota. <laughs> this is it for the Vikings. I don't. I, the, Detroit's going to be pretty bad this year. <sighs> no love for Detroit. You guys, you know, give them a little I mean, bit. I, I wish them all the best, but I, you know, I, I feel bad for that. That the fans and their organization, Jesus Christ! Yeah, but they got Jared Goff. So they've first. got a new head coach. They've got a decent running game. They've got some. Uh, they have no receivers. They have, they have nothing. They have a they decent have defense. Goff. They have Jared, Jared Goff. What exactly, more do you need? They have nothing. Just sign Cooper Cup and it's over. <laughs> All right, Friday. What's next? I'm on the big board. Uh, next up on the big board, Ben. It's our drinking portion of the show. That wasn't have... the drinking portion of the show. <laughs> our shot of the week, Ben. And what inspired the shot of the week, Friday? You know what? Actually, since I was at work today, and one of my coworkers who knows that we have a podcast, she's like, what is your shot of the week? No, actually, we were talking about she picked up absinthe. And she's like, this stuff is disgusting. I'm like, I could have told you that to begin with. <laughs> absinthe is Why not, did she buy it exactly? I have no idea why she bought it. But I'm like, how did you drink the absinthe? She's like, straight? You're not supposed to drink absinthe straight. It's either supposed to be mixed or with an ice, or like the sugar cube I or something like that. I think we drank like it that. straight at Symes. Uh, you're not supposed to, though. It doesn't because taste that was, good got some absinthe. at like, all. That was when you couldn't buy it like, yeah, yeah, yeah. anywhere. But it was like, that was like, you know, real absinthe. Um, I mean, this absinthe that we have in this shot tonight is, I'm not sure exactly where it's sourced from. Uh, but, you know, it, it, Czech Republic, what, probably. What, what inspired me, though, was the terrible play of the Eagles in the preseason. And uh, I figured, you know what? Why not make a green shot for tonight? Also, something that my coworker told me to do because she's like, you know, I like the color green. I'm like, you know what? So do I because it's the Eagles' colors. That's an easy one. She talked about absinthe. She talked about green. And so I went on Tipsy Bartender. I searched some shots because I was like, what should I put in the shot? And 
Ben. There was a perfect shot on there. It was concocted with melancora green, peach knobs, clearish in color, but absinthe also. Melon and peach. The rock fruit and boulder fruit and the uh what do you call it i don't even know what a melon is it's a fruit i guess uh it's it's a melon it's yeah. a melon so it's a yeah it's a fruit <laughs> and uh and a little bit of absinthe on top so it's a layered it's, shot it's vegetables minerals and melons <laughs> we or have no, vegetables fruits and melons the peach schnapps which is on the bottom but it kind of mixed in just a little bit with the melon liqueur and then a little bit of that green absinthe sitting right on top of that we have it rimmed with some green sugar crystals uh, and it looks, it's a nice shot. Not the most beautiful shot, but it's a pretty nice beautiful. Shot. Don't sell yourself short. This is a beautiful shot. You think so? Yeah, don't give me that I shit. Wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. It's a beautiful shot. I mean, it's not green, but it's not. Oh, it's not it's green. I mean, it's green, but it's more old school Eagles green. It's a beautiful emerald. Yeah. It's not midnight green Eagles. It's, it's deep green, but not too deep. It's it's actually yeah. a really nice color. Yeah, it's it's early 90s Eagles green. Yeah, this or is like this is 90s, like everything before the early nineties. This is like if you had green beach water this color, you'd swim in it. You wouldn't be you wouldn't be happy it was green and not blue. Yeah, but you'd swim in that. Uh, yeah. I mean, whatever toxic sewage was running into it, you don't want to know. Yeah, but this is actually the color is really nice. Yeah. Well, cheers to you, Ben. Let's give it a shot. Let's, let's see let's how this play this song one more time since we didn't play it last week. <laughs> exactly. Let's see how it tastes. Oh, it smells like absinthe. Absinthe. So that black licorice flavor with that sweetness on the finish. Let's see how it goes. Cheers to you. All right, let's do it. Franny says, I like my good and plenty. That is, that's like a good and plenty mixed with jalapeno. Why is it so, why is it burning my throat? Probably the absence. How much? What was the, what was the uh, one third, one third, one third, or was it like two thirds? Was it like four fifths, uh, one fifth, one fifth? Actually, it was one third absinthe on there, but that absinthe is really strong. Uh, uh, I mean, the taste is good. Oh my just god, that, that, that is burn, strong. That, that is strong. The, the that, back, that burn is 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 because the my eyes are watering. I didn't earlier. expect it to continue the way it did. Like that was one of those shots where. Like you thought it was done? But I, it I was hoping it was done. <laughs> but there was more. Yeah. Like there's some shots like when the Steelers win that I'm like, I can't wait to bang the, the hot sauce off the bottom of the glass because I'm so excited. This one, I, when wow. I, I almost put it down. It was like, wow. I, I, but I knew there was more in it. Yeah. That was a big shot. That, that, that felt like it was a the much, same size shot. Know, it, it just tasted. Yeah. Then it usually does because the absinthe really hit you. Um, and, and really the absinthe is the only... Uh, spirit in there that it has a high alcohol content. I mean, the the peach schnapps is not really that high. The melon liqueur, they're probably about maybe fifteen to thirty percent. I don't even know what the I absinthe can feel is, it in my stomach. But right that now, absinthe really, wow, that that hurt the back of my throat. And I don't know how my coworker was drinking that straight. Yeah, thanks, thank you, Kim. Um, but what for you know bringing up absinthe tonight and the color green? And I figured That's perfect, perfect crazy. name for the shot. Is the Eagles absent in the preseason, and they will be That's a nice name. absent in the in the regular season, and they'll definitely be absent in the playoffs. No, that's not true. <laughs> I, I just don't understand how one third can overwhelm all of the other flavors in that shot. <laughs> I mean, it, it really overwhelmed all the other flavors in that shot. Yeah, I mean, it, there was a nice mixture in between. 
Like like uh, at the middle of the tongue, it was like it was a pretty good flavor. I got a little cinnamon it, like for it, a second, as it went and, down then, your and then it was gone in 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 the the, the burn and the and the licorice flavor came back. Yeah, maybe if I was to do this shot all over again, I would um, pour just a little bit of absinthe right at the top of the glass because that is that that right there, the one third, one third, one third. That's a little too much absinthe right there. I didn't. I don't remember it being. Remember that drink we had in the Czech Republic, whatever it was called. It was like at the Hemingway Bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it had absinthe. And it had, had the orchid or whatever the flower yeah, floating in it that was edible, but it didn't taste. Yeah, it seems like they had. We had a couple. I had a couple of them because it wasn't. Yeah, we had a couple of them, and it, but, but it, it didn't taste up, like that. But it did mess us up pretty well, though. I mean, it was. Oh, like for a couple, sure, but it didn't. Um, it wasn't overwhelming. But what? 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 I mean, that was that was a beautiful, beautiful display. Yeah, it had like a little uh, little spigot, spigot on it. Yeah, it was pretty. It was, it was awesome, but. Well, yeah, but I, I, I mean, and, and you remember the walk there? there? You remember the walk there when yeah. uh, Sonia had it set to driving? Yeah. And we literally went up a one-way. A one-way street and, and then, then walked. Left, yeah. And then down a one-way street to get back to where we started from. Did you put the blinker on? <laughs> She's like, oh, it's on. It's on driving. It's like, this seems like we just went it's around a, in a circle. It's a good thing she didn't set it on train. We would have walked to the, the station, figured out how to get to the Hemingway Bar. But it was... It was not bad. It was just, I, I, if it were half the size, it would be good. Yeah. I don't think you want to drink a sh- that shot in a full-size shot glass. I, I I think it's fine in a full size, maybe just a little less absinthe. I mean, that absinthe was stronger than I expected. Definitely. So where would you rank that, Ben? On our Thurston Gold uh, rating scale. It was good. Shots. It was good. It was just the volume was too was too high for the mixture. So if it were one-third, 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 half the, half the shot... Volume, it wasn't the the taste that got me. It was the amount. Yeah. Um, it just it just felt it was like an almost like a never ending shot. Yeah. Gonna, I almost put it down. I how almost, big is? This I almost thing? put it down. I I don't think we've ever put a shot down. Yeah. And then like <laughs> and drank the rest of it, other than trying to suck the hot sauce, the, like the Cholula off the bottom of the glass. But that was the first shot that I I considered halfway through. Like, like I'm I'm gonna put this down. <laughs> is this smart for a second and then finish it in a minute? Uh, but if it were smaller. And volume, mm-hmm. rating just the flavor, I would give it an eight. The flavor. The flavor was actually pretty damn good. But it was too much. It was just a lot of absinthe. I would give it a seven. Uh, I don't like absinthe, but I just figured, you know what? That preseason left a bad taste in my mouth. This is appropriate. It's green. Nobody cares about it. We just got beat by the Panthers, like 37 <laughs> to nine or yeah, something. Yeah, against their starters, and you were starting your like second and third string team. Well, Dwayne Haskins we got a, tied. Dwayne Haskins got a bunch of the Jets reps. on a hail mary. Mason Rudolph didn't get any reps. Good. Uh, no, it was good. It was good. I mean, the flavor was actually really yeah. good. It just, it just was too much volume for the shot. <laughs> for the shot, like right now, I feel like I'm getting a little bit of a sweat. <laughs> like I feel like I'm getting a little bit of a like chills and sweat coming right on right now from that shot. A green fairy, a little green fairy on your shoulder telling you. But that was I mean Come it was on. it was very good. It was just I think too much volume. Uh-huh. Yeah, that next was week much stronger. Well, next week there are no games. Which means uh, a sweet shot for sure. Yeah, the Steelers well, are going to It'll be a shot, but it might be a um farewell to Dallas Cowboys shot. Um <laughs> they're playing Thursday night. Oh, well, they're playing a box. I mean, nobody's going to beat the box in the first game. Farewell. Or should we do a goat shot? I wish it, I wish it were Aaron Rodgers versus for the Tom box. Brady. I, it should it should be no, Packers box in the first game. Some goat milk <laughs> for oh for Tom Brady. For Tom Brady. Well, he's def I mean, I, uh, watching 
the video that they have in Logan Airport, of course, because it's all Patriots all the time. Watching Tom Brady's passes in the two thousand and fucking two Super man. Bowl. It's crazy. Was like oh, that was nine twenty almost twenty. Who did they years play? the the Rams? Was, the St. Louis Rams. I thought the Rams were 2001. Uh, 2002 Super Bowl. So 2001 yeah. season. And they played Carolina. Was that Carolina? Or no, was it Because they, they played Carolina somewhere? I, I'm not uh, exactly the sure. First, yeah, the first one was against the Rams. Yeah. They and played. just watching Tom Brady throw those, I was like, this is unbelievable to watch that. I mean, I know it came down to the end and that crazy pass to. I can't. Asakim. I can't remember who, was it, who it was at the goal line. No, that was Tennessee. Uh, but I think there was a field goal to win that game. Mm-hmm. Am I mistaken? Mm-hmm. Usually, it is a field goal to win the game for them. Yeah, but just watching Tom Brady—I mean, tw- almost tw- what's this? Twenty twenty-one, uh, almost twenty years ago, and he just won the Super Bowl again. What? Uh, seven months ago. I know, pretty crazy. I mean, it's just. I mean, yeah, all the bullshit Red Sox crap that's all over there is a bunch of garbage. But watching that... You don't say, coming from a Yankees fan. (laughs) Well, I mean, some of this stuff was, like, really kind of pathetic. Uh, But, you know, it's a small city. It's not a big city. So, I mean, it's more than Detroit probably has one or, like, you know, Charlotte or or San Francisco or, you know, probably... Uh, San Francisco has won their share Well, Super Bowls, uh, yeah, but but nothing else, I don't think. uh, You don't know the Warriors? (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's recent. I mean, the Giants really haven't won anything. Um, are the Bonds the get Giants the, did, the Bonds did. get the one World Series? He might have got the one. You're an MLB, MLB fan for some reason. Well, it's great. It's, a, it's an amazing sport. It's a, it's, yeah. it's it has everything. It has offense. It has defense. It has long pauses. Oh yeah. It has time to reflect. Time move to on. think. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's move on. All right, Friday. MLB talk. This sh- uh, see, this is not- I talk about soccer and you like soccer. Of course, I like soccer uh, because you I respect like you and you're too. my friend. So I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to appreciate what he appreciates, but I don't get the same respect. Like I try to enjoy soccer. I try to learn about it. I try to learn. I, the I rules. watched. I watched. I, and he's I like, do no, watch, base, I don't care how much I, I care about you. I do Baseball watch the playoffs. And, and I do. I know. Honestly, though, I did hate the Yankees. Guilt is a powerful weapon. I did friend. hate the Yankees until I met you, Ben. Who hates the Yankees? Everybody. Except it's, like the Yankees the fans. Lake, it's like hating the Lakers. Exactly. They're and the I, same I, team. And I love the hate that the Lakers receive. I love it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not, I mean, being a Lakers fan, I'm not sure how you could hate the, I mean, like, Lakers, like, there are, like, a lot of, like, at, like, uh, you know, famous people, movie stars. I mean, they have they they go to Laker games, they go to Yankee games, and they go. You know, like they're. But you know, ever you know, since I've known you, Ben, I've come around to the Yankees. I don't dislike. I mean, I I'll root for them in the playoffs, but I don't watch. They value winning. You know, what? How many games? Three thousand games now. How many? How many games do they play every season? Three thousand. One hundred sixty-two. Oh, close enough. Uh, but you know, it's it's and they it's, and they overcome a twelve. They I, they overcame a twelve-game deficit this year to the I, Red Sox. I, I definitely uh, don't watch the regular season, but I'll, I'll watch the playoffs though. Uh, I mean, the Yankees. Yeah, I mean, they're right up there this this year. I mean, Tampa's got a good team too. So, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But you know, I care. I mean, I try to watch. You know. The soccer, but you don't care about the baseball. That's well, fine. well, soccer is a global sport, so yeah, you should probably watch. Baseball is a global sport. No, it's not. Basketball is a global sport. It's glo- it's a global sport in like twelve countries. Soccer's a soccer's a global sport in like two continents. In two hundred and whatever, two hundred and well, how many? 
there's 203 countries in the world or something like that. And it's popular in every single one. Most, not in the United States. <laughs> 202 countries. <laughs> not in Samoa. The Samoans love their soccer, no, right, Ben? They like rugby. <laughs> not in, oh, yeah, Ukraine probably has a team. Yeah, of course but, they do. Man. But but either but but most of I was trying to think of like Bulgaria probably has a of team. Of course they every team has a team. I mean every country has a team. But most of the countries suck at it. Uh I mean there's countries Watching that the Copa is not ex- like watching the Euro not like watching the Euro. Well, I mean, okay. Well the the Copa America still has Argentina and Brazil and and Chile. I mean, those are still, you know, top quality teams. Uruguay. Those are still top quality but like, teams. But, I mean, I, but I mean, it's like it's like comparing even compared to like the does Euros. Africa, does Africa I mean, the have, Euros, a, have a cup? Uh, of course they do. Every, every that would be way better every, than the Copa America. Every conference has their own sort of cup in the Africa. No, it's not. Let's move on. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, I mean, the Euro was very exciting. It seemed like the level of play yeah, was high. I, but you, the Copa America was on TV. It's you like five teams. You don't see the African League of Nations or what? I'm not sure what they call it, but you don't watch that. I mean, you know, they have some really good teams. Well, where does Australia play? Uh, they play in Oceania. No, but what <laughs> is the like the league that they would have a championship in? Like, was it like they play New Zealand every year and that's the end yeah, of it? No, no but they they play the countries that are within their zone. No, well, they what's in the zone of Australia? It's in the uh, middle of the ocean. Yeah, I mean, there's Australia, there's New Zealand, there is, uh, I think, I believe Malaysia, you know, probably the Philippines, you know, uh, I'm, I'm sure, you know, Vietnam. I mean, you know, it's, it's like those teams within that region. I'm actually, Vietnam might be in more of the Asian, I'm not sure if that's more of the mainland part, even, I mean, but, you know, I, I'm not sure exactly those, because I don't pay attention to those, because they're not as good. Well, yeah, so we reached but a conclusion the that, that the Euro is really the only regional championship Medi- that's any good. And the Copa America. Well, actually. because only because it has Argentina have- and Brazil. And Chile. And Uruguay. <laughs> All right. Just that, the, 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 I mean, Ecuador is not that bad either. Okay. Yeah. Well, I did try to watch some of it. Venezuela. Also. I Terrible. tried to watch some of it. Yeah, you did. In fact, I watched two full matches of the, the Copa. I just didn't Let's move on. Let's, All right. Let's move, move on. on. Let's move on. All right, Friday. What's next? Four nine minutes in. Let's move board. on. Next up on the big board, Ben is our beverage of the week. We love Glenlivet. At least I love my Glenlivet. And uh, Ben, we've, you? we've tried. I'm not sure how many offerings we tried. I, I would say this is maybe the seventh or eighth offering. Uh, yeah, you're definitely trying. To, you're Glenlivet. trying to work through that whole line of Glenlivet. We've had Glenlivet twelve, Glenlivet fourteen, Glenlivet fifteen, Glenlivet. 18. We've had the Glenlivet Caribbean Reserve. We've had the Glenlivet Double uh, Double Oak. I think that's what it was. Yep. Um, now we have the, the one Glen- I got you, the the, 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 the with the N. The Nadura. The Nadura. The, oh, you know what? I might take that home tonight. We have the Glenlivet Nadura. That was actually pretty good. That was actually very good and also very expensive, Ben. Thank you for that. Well, that's why you left it. And- here, apparently. <laughs> Well, I loved it. I thought you'd enjoy it. You know, post post podcast editing. I get you the down or you. you leave it here. Well, yeah. I mean, well, you'll you'll drink them more often than than I would. I mean, you know, because we do this podcast every single. I don't drink that often. On the podcast, I do. Off the podcast, not so much. Well, me neither. But I th- I feel like no. But I'm you, saying if like if you leave it here, you, you need... know, the next time you invite me over, I'll have to bring another bottle. I think it's all a strategy. Uh. 
you figured me out. All right. <laughs> no, you, you I don't really I mean, have anything you over really, here right now. You, you really don't need to because we have quite a few bottles. Because last time you came over, I thought you were just going to bring over whatever we had in the stash, which is no. quite a few bottles, no. and just bring something over. Me. Don't try to fool me. <laughs> uh, you're the Croatians. No, you don't come to the house empty-handed with some st- with some shit that's dusty from your house. That's not how the Croatians. Roll. Next time, Ben, that's you bring whatever dusty. The- you bring over whatever dusty bottle there is. That's we will drink it. Well, it's going to be a dusty bottle from the case of Total Wine. <laughs> they vacuum it. They, vac- they dust it off. They probably uh, do. But we have the Glenlivet Illicit Still Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, one of their newer offerings, and it comes in a different bottle. And Ben, if we finish this bottle, I want to keep this bottle because this is the way Glenlivet used to be bottled. Oh, really? I don't know, but I'm guessing it does. It's actually a nice bottle. Yeah. It's like fat and short, not long and tall like their usual line. And it's a nice deep brown bottle. This is the illicit still inspired by their origins and how their liquid was first crafted. Well, to Franny's point, this limited edition 12-year-old malt gives you authentic taste of their history. In 1824, before the founder, oh, George Smith, licensed his distillery, the remote Glenlivet Valley was the perfect location for the illicit scotch whiskey trade, with distiller- distilleries handcrafting in smaller copper stills in both these well hidden from the law. It was there in the isolated valley that George Smith would learn his craft slowly and carefully distilling what would soon become the world-renowned single malt scotch whiskey that established the signature fruity floral Speyside style, bottled at 48% ABV. This limited edition malt has not been chill filtered, giving you an authentic taste of Glenlivet history. The flavor is fruity and nutty with spiciness of cloves and cinnamon powder. That's what she said. <laughs> the, nose, the nose is tropical, fresh with summery aromas with ripe pineapple, vanilla fudge, and coconut. The finish is an exceptionally long, sweet and smooth finish. And the palate is rich, fruity notes of peaches in soft syrup, poached pears, and soft caramel. Yeah, the bottle is is really nice. Mm-hmm. This looks like a bottle you'd find on a ship, like in one of those uh, treasure hunting shows. A ship with sails. Yeah, like like, yeah. like they were like digging in the you know, like some shipwreck, and they pulled out some scotch. Like, hey, Seamus, we found it. <laughs> this, we found it. <laughs> this would there be, it is. This is the Glenlivet Twelve. Listen, <laughs> this would be the shape that I would expect them to pull out. What the fuck? I don't believe you at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, here it is. It only, costs 50, it only costs fifteen hundred dollars to go on to go on that on that diving adventure. That's a lot of money, <laughs> right there. <laughs> no, but the bottle is different from any other Glenlivet that you find on the shelf. They've gone towards well, pretty much all a lot of the scotches now have the long, tall, skinny bottle. This is a little bit fatter and shorter, and uh, I really do like this. I mean, this is something that I definitely would want to save and not throw in the trash. Like some of the other ones, because it's—I mean, look at that, look at that, Ben. I mean, it's nice. Yeah, it's 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 just, it's just different from what for, made you decide on this night. one. Um, I mean, it's just it was it was something new that I saw on the shelf at Total Wine, and um, you know, it's a Glenlivet. Got to have it. That's it. I mean, that's 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 <laughs> what it was. I mean, I just wanted another Glenlivet. Well, let's see here. Let's see. Y- you've got. Quite a few here, and let's see which ones we have tried, Ben. Look at look at all of these. I mean, if we're going to get through all these Glen Levitts, we're going to be in episode how. 265. <laughs> we'll probably be out of money too. But look at how beautiful those are. Let's let's just start at the top right there, like right there, the Glen Levitt Caribbean Reserve 
we've had that one. The Glen of it 12, the Glen of it 14, the 15. What about the Founders Reserve? The 18. We've had that, right? We had the, the Founders Reserve. Let's scroll down a little bit more. The 21 is a more expensive. These also are pretty fancy, too. Those are a bit more expensive as well. Uh, those are like three or four, five. Oh, my God, a 50 year. Just imagine that. That'd be so good. The uh, the There it is. The illicit right there. We have it on the table. Well, how much is the 50? Um, Does it not say the price? No, nah, I would highly doubt it. Yeah. It doesn't say the 50 price. 50 years. Just imagine, Ben. 50 years. I mean, you were... Just less. I was, yeah. I was. My my mother was pregnant. Yeah, yeah. I mean that. Is, just imagine that aging in the casks for all these years, for you to become an an adult, <laughs> a responsible adult. I'll let you know when I get there. Oh, you're responsible then. The uh, Nadora, that the Nadora line. We started tasting some of those, and uh, I mean, just look at all these wonderful whiskeys that they have. Uh, it's a lot. Yeah, I might. Well, we could probably taste all. I, mean, I might have to pull equity out. We, we of could my, get the. We could get. Uh, we could get the fifty at some point. You know, maybe maybe for your fortieth birthday. Uh yeah, yeah. It'll be sixty years by then. Oh, that's true. Well, well no, fifty, right? You say fifty or forty. I just wish I knew how okay. much. I wonder how much that fifty costs. Which one would you want? The Winchester. Um, uh, there's three of them. Yeah, that, that's not worry about that. <laughs> Let's see. What's this one? Hey. What's this? 1966. Oh, man. Look at the color on that. But the only thing is, like, is it really worth the price? Oh, probably not. Yeah, no. Yeah, but it's worth the ego. Yeah. This is the kind of shit that Aaron Rodgers drinks right before he goes on for a press conference. And he just smashes it up against the wall because <laughs> that's what he does. He's the kind of guy. Wait, that, what are these, what are these, the ones in the black bottle? Wait, scroll down. Does it? Because I've seen these also, um, not at Total Wine, but on their website, and they're very difficult to find. The code, I'm not sure how good they are, but that also looks like a very good one right there too. But yeah, Glen of Line. Eventually, we'll get through all of you. Not sure. In case of no information about cast, discover the whiskey. Oh, uh, limited edition. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, yeah. Franny, you want to give it but a I shot? But I feel the same way about Glenlivet as you do about Ardbeg, Ben. Well, I mean... And we've gone through quite a few Ardbegs as well. Well, yeah, because those aren't, you know... <laughs> those are master craftsman type level. Just not that Laphroaig from the fucking Logan Airport. <laughs> from the legal seafood with the halogen lamps heating it up every single day. I think they might have put it in the microwave before they handed it to you. It's like... It's like this is... Oh, how do they talk? I, how do they I, talk in Boston? I had to ask for ice cubes like, because I do, it was I do a, so gross. I can do a New York accent. I can't do a Boston accent. Though. It was so gross. Boston is 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 a a Lefroy. I can't do it. I can't, I can't do it. Harvard Yard. <laughs> Here it is from the microwave. This is how we serve it. I can't do it. I mean, it was just it was it was clearly overheated for a long period of time, mm-hmm. and it just ruined it. And it was like ten bucks for a glass, I think. All right, Franny, you want to give it a taste? Yeah, or a smell. Shot. Cheers to you, Forgot man. what we were doing here. I know, seriously. Give some nice sweetness in there. Very sweet. A little bit of woodiness. Almost like oakiness. I'm, 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 does it show? I'm not even sure what, what barrels this was aged in. But it, yeah, it I is, get a lot of sweetness, a lot of fruit. Is it bolder? 
No. <laughs> it's pebble. It's a pebble fruit. <laughs> Big. I, uh, could be. I don't get the coconut, but I do get. So I still get a little. I do get a I, sweetness I, with a little reason, vanilla. I always get a little bit of raisin for some reason. I get raisin. I'm getting a little bit of honey, just some sweetness, almost vanilla caramel. Oh, some it's nice nose it. though. It's sweeter nice than I expected. It, it, but it also it punches you in the nose more than other Glenlivet. Oh, because though. of the alcohol content. The alcohol content is a little bit higher. Yeah. In this fifty percent almost. Yeah, but it, sm- it still does smell very good. I mean, it's 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 not overpowering, but if you stick your nose in there, it'll burn. It'll burn. Yeah, but a lot of sweetness, a lot of fruitiness, little bit of vanilla, but I'm not getting the coconut. Yeah, a little pastry, little cinnamon. Cheers, Steve. Let's do it. Ah, uh, oh, it's a nice little burn. The burn on the finish. I like that. I like that. That that is something that you do not expect from the Glenlivet Glen line. It's got a sweetness to it on the on the but that, on the palate. Little little bit of cinnamon, little that bit of spice. Extra harshness is nice. Yeah. That little bit of extra harshness on the back of the throat where it kind of just burns. It's not you an exceptionally that, long, sweet, and smooth finish. But you get that little bit of spice. There's a little bit yeah. of spice there though too. Oh, for sure. Burn. I mean, I get the, I get the cinnamon, uh, especially on the finish. I get mm-hmm. less fruit. On the on the palate than As, on the nose. On the nose, yeah. But I do get a little bit of fruit, but primarily I'm getting sort of a spiciness, a cinnamon, a, a little bit of nutmeg, gonna, even. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say a little bit, like, but just like molasses, um, honey, a little bit of vanilla. I mean, it, it's it a is, long finish, is, but I'd say it's a little bit. It's harsher. Harsher than than it's than not it. really a long, sweet, smooth finish. It's more like a long. Yeah spicy arid finish yeah. it, it doesn't ha- i mean I, I i think they would probably want it to have that and i don't mm-hmm. know that it needs to have that but it has uh, i get more spice more cinnamon a little bit harsher drier uh finish it's long but it, mm-hmm. but i like it uh doesn't need to be smooth doesn't need to be yeah, I don't, sweet I don't, yeah I don't, they weren't attempting to make it smooth i mean you know the, that smoothness that you usually get in glenlivet is definitely not in this bottle. Um, but I like it though. I like that little bit of kick on the back of the throat with this particular oh, Glenlivet yeah. because you're still getting some of those. It's almost got a characteristic, rye A little bit of a rye finish almost. Yeah, that characteristic Glenlivet smoothness, but then bam, it just, it, it, it just, that doesn't overpower the back of the throat, but it's just that nice little burn to let you know that you are really drinking stuff. It's not as easy to drink as the 12 or the oh, 14. nothing's the, as easy to yeah, drink as that 12. Yeah. That 12 is really or, easy to drink. Or the 18 or the 15. I mean, a lot of them are so, I mean, like the Glenlivets are just smooth. This one is not as smooth, and I do respect that because I think that's the approach they were really taking with this. And uh, that's pretty interesting with the Glenlivet. That's nice. Yeah, I think the Nadura, the one that had a little bit more harshness. Yeah, was a little but bit that was also proof. strong, yeah. And higher price. <laughs> and it was like 80 bucks, give yeah. or take. Yeah. This one's how much? Uh, I don't remember. It's been about Excuse three me. weeks now. Because um, we, 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 we got this one before. before well, because we had Dalmore. Because you brought the Dalmore over to my place. We tried the Dalmore before. We loved the Dalmore. The Dalmore was amazing. And we also had another offering. 
before that too. I think it was also one of the ones that you picked up. Um, oh, the cow. Oh, the Carolina twelve. Also a great one. Uh, if you let it breathe a little bit. Um, and then we got. I mean, it's, it's been a few weeks. I don't remember. I think it was around forty. I believe it's around forty. Somewhere around there. That's a good buy. Yeah, somewhere For forty there. bucks. This is nice. Mm. Yeah, it's not. It's not over. I mean, it is a twelve year, but what? However, they aged it. Whatever they did to it, I do enjoy that little bit of harshness to this particular scotch. Oh yeah, it's good. Where would you rank it, Franny? Um, hmm. I would give it an eight. You know, because actually, for the price range, it is actually quite complex, and it is different for the Glenlivet line. Just that little bit of kick at the back of the throat. It's just you don't expect it, and it it and the, on the nose too that little bit of extra burn, but the sense I mean on the nose what you're getting is I mean there, there's just a lot there. I, I just like I the com- I like the complexity for the price, and also the packaging, the bottle. I mean everything all together. I'd say an eight. Yeah, the bottle for sure. The bottle is, is super cool. I'm gonna give it a nine. No, because it's got everything I want. It's got. The sweetness, it's got a little bit of harshness on the finish with a little cinnamon, a little spice on the finish. Not so smooth at the on the tail end. And the the nose is fruity and very, but very... It's, it's not as sweet. But on the you nose, don't get the sweet Yeah, taste. on the nose it's sweet, but when it goes down, there's a little bit, but it's not as pronounced as it is on the nose. On the nose. And I yeah. was afraid of that. I was afraid it was going to be so sweet. Yeah. And I'm not a... You know, you know what would be perfect? Sweet brown drinker. You know what would, be, what would make this perfect, though? A little bit of smokiness. Well, of course. No, no, but I'm saying like, of course. With Glenn Levitz, you don't get that. If they could add just a little bit of smoke to that little bit of burn that there is on this, I mean, that I'll probably give it a 10 because it's complex. Yeah. It has that little bit of burn. It has that smokiness. That would be a perfect. I was going to leave that to the dirt bags on Isla. Hey. (laughs) We don't do that shit over here. We're not burning garbage under our water for our scotches. Let them burn that nasty shit over there. I'm, I'm, is that Bebenber? Are, are you? Are you Uhtred? Or is that who you are right there? But that's how I picture a space. I like those classless island. They just burn shit. They don't. They don't know what a proper scotch is. They, they just, don't know what a proper a proper scotch should go down with no problem. They got water and they burn that shit right into it. If, if we have anybody listening from listening to us from Edinburgh, they're probably wondering what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> Oh, it's terrible. But we love all of your products, yeah. and we can't I mean, wait to visit your country. I, exactly, yeah. So don't hold it against as us. As cold as it is, even in the summertime, we want to visit it, Yeah, even if it rains every day. And we'll we'll hold you to your American accent as well. Yeah, exactly. So I want to we'll, hear a Scottish we'll, person we'll do it. We'll compare awful accents yeah. when, we, when we go. Ben's semi-New York and, and, and my California Let accent. How would you like to go to a baseball game? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be their version of us. Would you like to buy another gun? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. We are out of ammunition, sir. <laughs> All right, Freddie. What's, you're at a. I'm at a. You're, I'm at a nine. You're at an eight. Yeah. What's next about a big board? And next up on the big board, Ben, is our beer of the week. Something that I actually was thinking of picking up last week, but we got that that sour IPA, which was delicious. This week we have from the brewery B R U E R Y. Ghosts are red. Yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. I know. This one actually looks pretty cool. I mean, the bottling, I mean, the bottling, the can itself, the graphics and everything on it is, I mean, 
Look how fancy that is. Yeah, it looks like a tea kettle. I mean, you, you just, get want, for your grandmother you just want lives. to hold your pinky up when you're drinking this. I live in Ireland. This is my tea kettle. This <laughs> it kind of looks like this that. is the outside Actually, of my porcelain tea it kettle. It almost looks like, um, like you know, drapes that you would put up on, yeah. like like your 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 grandma, or your mom would put up the drapes. Your grandmother. This, yeah, probably grandmother more so. Yeah, but she's the one who did it. Like she's the one who actually yeah. painted it. Like in and 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 did all the ink work on it. But that look at that bottle. It's beautiful. That can. It's, it's beautiful. a beautiful can. Yeah. All right, can't wait to try. We'll be right back with our beer of the week. Oh, it's All right, and we are back with our beer of the week. Like I mentioned, it's from The Brewery. Not spelled your regular way. B-R-U-E-R-Y. Ghosts are red. Violets are blue. Ben is back. And uh, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love I you too, man. I, I love you too, man. I know how to finish that. I was like, uh. Yeah, we were drinking. We smoked a joint when we were yeah. taking a break there. Yeah, no, I'm kidding. Bro. We didn't do that. Bro, yeah, man. I mean, I, I love you, man. I mean, I don't know how to tell you that. <laughs> no. But I mean, I love the cat. I, mean, I just love. It's like when I told my first girlfriend I, I loved her. I like worked it into a fake sentence, even though it was not a fake sentence. It was a real sentence that I pretended that I was like. You better make sure. I pretended. You better make sure she loves you back. I pretended it was an accident. Yeah, you better make sure she loves you back. So there you go. Only but, only only thirty four years later, I I heard it from Franny. Yeah, but uh, what? <laughs> what? I'm older than thirty four. Wait. Well, no, no, no. That's a, the 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 either way. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, Ben, come on, come on. I love you, man. Oh no, I know, I know. I, it's, it's it's it's. I'm already coming on the show now. I, I was making a bad like. Uh, I I did it to someone 34 years ago. Someone did it to me today. 30. Oh my God, that's been a long. That's I was I just okay. I just did the math in my head. I'm like, that's a long time. Yeah, thanks for that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've only been waiting 34 years. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope your wife has told you that. Yeah, a long time ago. I I mean I, I'm sure at the wedding. Well, I was at the wedding. I'm sure she probably told you about at least yeah, once at the wedding. Yeah, probably at the wedding, yeah. But okay. those married men will tell you that's uh, that's about the last time you hear it. That's probably for a married man, <laughs> yeah. Probably, I've, I've been, I'm not married, but I'm pretty sure if I was, uh, if I was your age, Ben, I'm pretty sure that that, was, that would be the last time. <laughs> the last if I was time. my age right now, getting married tomorrow would probably be the last time that I would actually hear it from my wife. Um, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, they're but, awesome people. They just, you know, <laughs> we're different. Men and women are a little bit different. Just a little bit. <laughs> they're covering it up. <laughs> covering it up. Covering it up. No, but no, but seriously, I do love the graphics on this can. I mean, it really caught my eye. It caught my eye last week, but I was kind of searching for sours that we could try on the show. And that sour IPA, I couldn't pass that up last week. We had that, which was excellent. This one, the ghosts are red. Amazing looking. Ben, I'm sure you have some information for us. I do. This is the ghost is our red. The style is ghost. I tell you, I love you, man. It's a ghost. <laughs> love you too, man. <laughs> ghost style ale with uh, Syrah grapes aged in oak photos. This is a rosé and a ghost by any other name. Ghosts are red is a stylish, funky, crisp, and tart ghost ale inspired by the soft sweetness of a rosé wine. The refreshing wheat-based ale begins with some of the qualities you'd expect from a ghost, including coriander spicing and a light saltiness to complement the tartness imparted by our house cultures. Uh, 
But the story doesn't end there. It builds in complexity, thanks to time spent in an oak folder and the addition of grapes, which impart a refreshing, a refreshing, a refreshing, a refreshing character and color. It comes in a four-pack of 16-ounce cans. The ABV is 5.6%, so pretty high. pH, 3.2. The untapped rating is 4 out of 5. It's a ghost. The taste is tart. I was wondering if they had the... They don't have the the bitterness. Yeah, no. Nope, they don't have it. Okay. Uh, but it looks good. It's mm. beautiful. It looks like the drapes or a needlepoint. Some needlepoint you know art that you might find like, in, 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 a, in a home, in a bygone You know era. what it looks like? Going to a cheap Italian restaurant and the drapes, <laughs> the like drapes this. on the windows that they would have. Look like this. That, that looks like that's what or it would look like. the wallpaper, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Some, something, some decoration in that cheap Italian restaurant would look like this. It's only missing, you know, some olive branches. Look at all these pictures from various bars that are serving it in an odd shaped glass but probably the correct glass <laughs> all right you want to give it a sniff yeah let's give it a sniff ben i mean the color is i mean this is one of the most it's an amazing beers. i mean know, i mean this is like amber red red uh ruby red like, grapefruit almost exactly that's what i was about to say and it's a little bit hazy in color i mean it almost matches the color on the can itself um, but the color is definitely one of the best beers that i've seen it's looks, got a nice looks wise. Yeah, it's a beautiful color. Yeah. It's got a nice tart nose mm-hmm. with a little a, bit a little bit of saltiness. There's some saltiness, some almost like brininess in there. Yeah, almost like yeah, like a almost like a pickle and a little bit of champagne. Like a pickle brine almost. Like champagneiness. Rosé all day. Yeah, bro. That's <laughs> what I say. I don't know which guy says that. None. <laughs> <laughs> if it was this stuff? I mean this stuff is pretty nice actually. No egos on this show. I mean, no Aaron Rodgers on this show. <laughs> yeah. Next week on the agenda. I don't know why it got to be so complex. Why it got to be so complex. No, but it does smell really nice. Ghost I mean, or a, bust. There's a little bit of fruitiness in there as well. Ben, cheers to you. I mean, it's got a nice nose. It does. And the color is, I mean, beautiful. Cheers. Ooh, nice sourness. Ooh. Really nice tartness. That really makes you smack your lips right there. Really tart sourness, but a little bit of saltiness. A little bit of sweetness, too. Like, right on the finish, there's a little bit of sweetness that brings that saltiness right back, and it's it's really nice. Not getting a t- well, I mean, I get a little bit of an ale flavor, but I not wish, much of an ale flavor. In there. I wish there was more carbonation, though. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> not saying it's not crisp. I mean, it's crisp because of um, that tartness that it gives you and that lip smackingness that it gives you. A little bit... <laughs> More, just a little bit more crispness, more carbonation, a bit not more crispness, more Ben. Crispness, I would want a little bit more. <laughs> I can't believe how many times I've said that. I would want a little bit more crispness. I would want a little bit more crispness. I would want okay, all right, that's I think that's enough. <laughs> but no, I mean, seriously, it's it is definitely crisp, but carb a little bit more carbonation would definitely help this out. But it's got a nice flavor. Yeah. I mean, the so, sourness is is is, yeah, is it's, intense. It's, it is intense. I am salivating significantly. The salivation is significant, <laughs> but it really does make you slap your lips together. Yeah, it's got a nice pop. It's it's middle of the day. 
you know, in a hot place at a bar in the mm-hmm. afternoon as you're walking around and you sit down. But it feels a little bit cold. Like, let's I don't let's think we rest a- at this bar for a little bit and have a drink. I don't think we have it chilled enough. And I think this this is the type of beer that can really sneak up on you. Like you said, it's like something like, let's sit down, let's have a drink. And then you drink one. And you're like, yeah, there's like, nothing yeah, in this. Yeah. It's so sweet. You drink and another tart. one. And you're like, okay. Let's not let's, walk anymore. Let's, let's hang out a little bit over we here. We were going to go see that cathedral <laughs> over there, but that seems far. And then you're like five or six of these in, and then you know you just have to take an Uber home. Pretty yeah. much. You're like, we're going to do a little shopping, but yeah, you get a refrigerator <laughs> magnet from anywhere. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I can my, order a prog refrigerator I magnet. I don't, I don't think the neighbor that I barely ever speak to. Uh, I don't think they need a shot glass, do they? Yeah, can, Honey, what do you think? I can order a charger from anywhere. Honey, do you want to get one more? <laughs> yeah, one more. Just, what do you think? Yeah, but it is one of those type. Of, it, it's. It is definitely. It's almost like. Um. Uh, what? 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 It's what got was, a serious na- sourness. Yeah, to it, it. It does. Uh, I mean, it really, it really bites you. What what are they called now? Those uh, the spritzer, like the uh, the alcohol, the White Claw, the White Claw. Yeah, or the, what's the other brand? There's a couple of brands there. I mean, Corona has their own, Bud Light has their own. I mean, they all have their own. But it's almost like it's a it's, hard seltzer without it's almost, any actual seltzer in it. It's almost like you know, it has that fruity flavor with that. Still, you can you can taste the beer in it a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I wish it was a little bit stronger. Yeah, I wish the beer really was does, a little bit heavier in there. Yeah. I mean, you really do taste the sort of sour brininess, sweetness, before you taste the beer. Hmm. What would you rate this, though, Ben? Uh, I'd probably give it about a seven, hmm. only because... Uh, only because it lacks a little bit of a beer flavor. Mm-hmm. I would give it... An eight. Only because, well, if this was the winter time, I probably wouldn't enjoy it, enjoy it as much. Um, you know, it's almost midnight. It's still 75 degrees outside. And right now it's refreshing. You know, I could, I could see myself just sitting outside, sipping on this in the summer months. And um, I mean, it's, it's an enjoyable drink. It has refreshing notes. I wish it had more carbonation. If it had a little bit more carbonation, it'd probably be a nine. Um, but it's just enjoyable for this time of year. And we are in this time of year. If it was November, I probably wouldn't rate it that high. If we learn one thing, it's that if you want carbonation and crispness, you're going to have to stick with a Pilsner or a lager without a lot of extra fruitiness or flavors, added flavors, uh, because we just really haven't gotten a lot of crispness from most of these types of beers. I mean, well, I got it with just, the dogfish head that we were talking about off, yeah. offline that we just, I just But had that with, wasn't really... But it had the Christmas. But it, it was a sour. Was, it also had a little, I mean, it had, there was a little bit of sourness. I mean, it had a little bit of that grapefruit sort of flavor, but it but at had least a it lot had that of pop. hop. I mean, there was a lot of hop in there too. This is completely lacking in any sort of bitterness. It's it's just that sourness that you're getting. A ton. But I, I do enjoy that this time of year. In the next few months, if we were to drink this, I wouldn't enjoy it as much. I agree. I agree. So you were at, where would you, where'd you give it? An eight. All right. Now it's the time of the show where we say something stupid about something. Uh, yeah, Ben. You Usually watched... unintentionally, but yeah. I figured, you know, what the hell? 
Yeah, we're only two, uh, two hours, <laughs> two and, 18 hours and 18 minutes yeah. in. No, just might as well keep on talking, right? Uh, Joe Rogan's three hours long. Yeah. Three hours long. But uh, Ted Lasso, Ben, like we talked about that right at the beginning yeah, of the show. Yeah, I got to start watching it. You Sonia's, definitely have to Sonia's... watch that. Anybody that listens to this podcast who's a sports fan, I don't care if you don't like soccer, you have to watch Ted Lasso. It is hilarious. Any kind of sport, It is about doesn't matter a, what kind of sport you yeah, like. Yeah, it is about a American football coach. A bad one. Uh, no, a good one. He was well, he was good. good at like division no, it, 1A, but it was I think it was like in, uh, was it like Illinois or something? Yeah, it was, it was like, like a college football team, but it wasn't. Or a, Iowa. Was he the Iowa coach? Can't I can't remember, remember, but it wasn't a great team. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, they hire him to coach a, a, a lower level Premier League team or allegedly Premier League yeah. type team so that they can run it into the ground. Yeah. So his, the ex-wife could run it into the ground. She was the owner of the team. She, well, her husband was the owner of the team. They got divorced and then the wife took control of the team, wanted to run into the ground and hired an American football coach. And it is an amazing show. Ben, you haven't watched an episode yet of the second season the second because season. your wife wants to wait, wait for the fall when all the other shows come <laughs> back, I guess. I'm not sure what. No, she's actually waiting because the, the unfortunate thing is they haven't released all the episodes at once. They're releasing well, we have like one seven week, of them already, right? One week at a time. I tried to talk her into it. I did try to talk her into it, Ben. And I know she's not going to this podcast. What did so. she say? Um, she just said she's going to wait until when all, I think it's about another month. Oh, until all the episodes until all the episodes are out. And she says, I dictate everything around here. <laughs> she dictates when we watch what we watch when we watch it. But yeah, I dictate everything. Take a stand. Yeah. No, there are no stands. I'm going to protest. There are no, you, you. <laughs> I'm going to protest inside your, in, in front of your house. <laughs> I'm going to pick it. Let Ben watch. <laughs> Let Ben. I'm part watch. of a union. I know how to pick it. <laughs> or I could just watch it on my own and then pretend that I'm watching it for the first time. <laughs> I suppose. You can do that. That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, Friday. Anything else to add before we finish, finish up, up the, the show. show? Nothing else to add, Ben. Next up on the big board. Unless you have something else to add. I don't. What's next up on the big board, Friday? I'm man, dragging. I'm, I'm fading. Housekeeping to finish up the show. Yes, thank you all so much for listening. We are a show about football fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Please head to our website at thirstagold.busproud.com. From there, you can subscribe and listen to all of our past episodes, all 139 of them. Check out our show notes. You get links to all the stories that we cover. We have links for the stories that we cover. And we have links to all the browns, the bourbons, the scotches, the bourbons, the scotches, the rise, the cognacs that we review. You can get links to all of the uh, either the review or the website for all the browns and the beers. You get links to all the podcatchers in the universe, and you can leave us a review. How many stars, Friday? Five stars, Ben. Just hit a five-star review. It would, five. it would really help us. We'd appreciate it. We would love you even more if you would do that. We love you as much as it is. Like I love Ben. That's true. <laughs> yes. I love you. I love you all. All of our listeners. You can email us at the link in the show notes. You can call us at the link in the show notes. You can follow us on my very mediocre Twitter account, oh, at GoldThirst, and on Friday's midweek Instagram account at thirst and, and check out all the photography. You get uh, pictures of all the bourbons and all the Browns and all the beers that we review as well as all the shots of the week. Friday, anything else to add before we, uh, nothing else to add Ben, except thank you everybody out there for listening. Yes. Thank you all. We'll see you next week. Thank you.